bro. Ya Hamlin. Hey. Hey, what's happening? Money Monday. Blaze. I like that. I didn't Marley even realize Blaze. that. I, I was looking for Elysian. That's what I was really paying attention to. I was trying to get Elysian drop in. At least we got that part in. At least it's in there. At least Elysian's in there. Damn. At least he knew Elysian was. I got a drop. <laughs> hey. I'm to start really, it over. Man, what the what fuck I going on? It's D3. We are Holly Unique Radios. Yeah, man, we here with Elysian. Man, what the fuck going on? It's D3. We are Holly Unique Radios. Yeah, man, we here with Elysian. About. I need I need a, a bomb. <laughs> that's what I really want. Okay. Bomb. Then I'm gonna then I'm put the bomb afterwards. Like. Whoa, that's what I need. Ah. I got you. Okay. Speaking of, I got you. <laughs> you was uh, doing some stand up shit. Yes, I did stand up comedy on okay. Friday with P Brown and it was headlined by Kelsey Kells as oh. a stand up com- uh, competition. I did not win. There's a lot of people that did not win as well, so I wasn't the only person. But you ain't really a comedian, so. You well, know. how you do? Well, I did get scored. I get got a couple laughs. P. Brown said that it was a tough crowd in there. Tough crowd. Yes. Yeah, so that means that she thought some of the shit I said was funny. But the motherfuckers was being yeah. hard ass. Yeah, I was, was the very, very first one that came up. Where was it at? Is that chit chat? Oh, you was in the hood. Right there in Decatur, right there. Oh, yeah, you was in the hood. Off Candler Road. Hey, know hey, what I mean? Hey, they they probably didn't understand that real Atlanta. They pro- I'm just saying they probably didn't understand like your take and how you put things. It it was a it got to get warmed up to me. Like you feel what I'm saying yeah. there's a couple people in there. It wasn't no booing. I ain't, know, I ain't real, bomb bomb. Proper sir, you real you know. So yeah. they probably they probably didn't understand it. I did. I bombed before, right? I got up there before and somebody said that I didn't even tell no jokes. Yes, somebody told me that I went up there and I just didn't even tell no jokes. I was just up doing stand-up comedy without telling no jokes. This time, at least they acknowledge I told a joke. So I'm going in the right direction. For me, for at least telling a joke. I think I could do that shit, but I, I, I'll be telling stories. Yeah. Yeah, stories is part of it. Stories of the story, of the story, funny. You gotta go long story. You're gonna be like, it won't have to be long. You you heard of Kabbalah Super Genius? He does a joke. His first his first joke that he did was seven minutes long. Mm. Just one long joke that was just seven minutes as hell. So he just built it out. That's something that that kind of comedy you not really like one liners. I just be you know what I'm saying just little quick shit. I be go jumping different stories like man, how many of y'all had a crazy bitch? You had a crazy bitch? How many of y'all had a crazy bitch jump out the car? That's you feel what I'm saying? Honestly, then one night I got there, whoa, 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 boom, this bitch jump out of the car. I'm looking out the window, this bitch just rolling, bloop, 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 bloop. They're going to be dying laughing. I think that's the best best, um, stand-ups when they tell stories. Yeah, just different stories, make them short. And then with the comedian, that's just like with, um, what's his name, Kevin Hart. Like, he started out, well, a lot of comedians started out just telling their story about their family. Now, now I had stories in my stuff. I told a story about driving Uber. And the lady accused me of taking her purse. No. Yes, I told that story. Wait, oh, yes. Really yes. That really happened. The lady accused me of taking money out of her purse. How? And, well. When you're in the front and she's in the back. And I gave her purse back to her. So what kind of idiot do you think I am? I was going to take money out of her purse and then come I mean, back with your purse. Like, let me go ahead and take the cash out. 
Hey, I found your purse, you know what I'm saying? You got, I'm not that dumb. I think she just really thought I was just that dumb. She tried to play me. I'm not going to be like, I would just throw the purse away. I wouldn't even say that I got it, lady. I'm not going to come back here and just say, hey, arrest me. Officers come and get this money right off of me. I have it right here. And, and she had money left over in the purse. She said that oh, she so found 20s in the purse, but somebody took her hundreds. So what kind of idiot do she Girl, think Johnny is? you better be glad and, you got your purse back. And she, and she smelled bad too. So I know she didn't even have it like that because she, she would smell better. Bad. She smelled like she had COVID. No. You know what I'm saying? She smelled like rainwater. Damn. I'm just trying to protect myself at this point in time from this crazy lady trying to accuse me of taking her purse. So I told that story is very, is very real, very happened to me. Be cautious out here driving Ubers. Like, I relate to the people. I was telling a story about that, though, It takes some nuts to go do some stand-up. P. Brown, legendary. No, P- I'm just saying, it takes some Shout nuts to just, to, to just try to, to do Brown. stand-up, bro. Like, in front of you, know what I'm saying, it's, it, it takes some nuts. Thank you, man. No, it takes It takes big nuts, nuts nigga. Tits and ass. <laughs> it takes Shout a lot. Real shit. I wouldn't. Man. I think I could do it, though. I think that would be cool. I'm just, I'm just going to tell a story. Yeah, just go up there. I was I got up there. And I just, I did crowd work. I think that's where they, I did well at this time was I went in there and I addressed everybody. So I started talking to the couples. Then I oh. said, Hey ladies, what's up? Not too much on the ladies though. <laughs> Kept it light on the ladies. You got to keep them in your pocket. And I'm saying, and the, just acknowledge them. Then the fellas. Then I went to the dudes with that had jobs. And then I went to well, the workers and then I went to people like movies. So I, I touched, I okay, touched so everything. Went, yeah. So you went and touched on a little bit of everybody. That a little bit of every, everybody in there. Everybody, everything. I talked about Michael Jordan. I said I wanted to know about the real shit that happened in his life. Like a documentary, they didn't show none of them hoes that broke up his marriage. They talked about everything else except oh, yeah. them hoes. You know Mike had them hoes, man. Not them hoes. <laughs> them hoes. They want to talk about that in the documentary. So I, oh, I, no. So I was just talking about that. Okay, so you got a little show show, you know what I'm saying? A little something. You know, so you're going to do it again? I'm going to do it again. You are? So wait, are you going to be pursuing comedy or? It helps with my hosting. It helps with this, it helps with talking on the mic. That's lit. Improvising. And when you had said that, when you had said that you was about to be, um, do like, um, a, a stand up. I was like, dang, I could really kind of see him as a comedian. That's what's up. Thank you. I can. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn. I think I could see this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, My thanks. nigga Diddy, <laughs> Big Show. I went up there as B Diddy in the comedy shit. Okay. Yeah, I did B Diddy on the comedy. You like, I'm gonna keep show clean. No, keep yeah, it's Big Show or something. <laughs> something else. Like, hold up. Ain't you Big Show from the? No. Like, no, I, 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 that's Diddy. That's Diddy. That's Diddy. Yeah. My twin and <laughs> exactly. Hey, you notice um, all the younger generation now calls like their friends. Uh, what up, twin? Well, not younger. I got a twin, too. I've been twins a long time. I'm just saying, Maybe but now it's like each more. Other. Yeah. More, yeah, you know. I got a, a partner in the Carolinas. They call They kind of say they, they call it. He calls call me twin. Call you twin. I, that, that probably started. We was friends since college. It was Francis College, my, my nigga T Money. T Money. T Money out there working. Man, we had to, so we had the Heartland podcast before this. 
And T Money went and got a trucking job. I ain't seen T Money. A twerking? A trucking job. Oh. Uh, I'm about to say, be on, twerking. On what he doing uh, twerking? Driving trucks, big yeah, trucks. Yeah, man. Okay. He ain't got no time. Money. Yeah, he ain't got oh, no yeah. time for twin, man. We just out here. Out here. Out in the world, twinless. That's a good business to be in. Trucking? Yeah, yeah man. He said, <laughs> he said that every time a girl, girls always want to get inside the truck, they said he calls it the stabbing cabin. He said every time so a girl, was, uh, girls, uh, girls want to get inside the truck every time. Yeah, I was, I, I was out there, but I went, I ain't fish yesterday, but I went out by the lake, talked to my people and shit. It was a guy out there, he was a truck driver, and he was saying, man, all I do is drink it, man, I can't stop drinking. Hey, hey, chick away, man, I, like, man, I love. Actually, he uh, we're gonna get him in. He actually uh, uh, Bo Hagen. Y'all remember Bo Hagen? Yeah, the uh, so my dude gave Bo Hagen the car dun, for the video. Dun. Remember that song, Bo Hagen? Being my Bo Hagen, being representing. Play it for you. Got it? I remember from Lil John. I thought that was a different song. Holly Berry, Holly Berry. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh. See, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, y'all know so I ain't from Atlanta. Is this an Atlanta song? Sit right here. Sit right here. DJ Ideal. Lil John. Lil John. The BME mixtape. And it's brought to you by. Brought you by. The Demon Dean. You know. That's my nerve when the nigga hits a triple. Watch your brain hit the curve. The wet candy paint rolling on the Georgia dirt. Without an application. I like it when the DJs do that. Hey, speaking of the DJs doing that, we got DJ Swamp Izzo. Yeah. Falling through in a few, you know what I'm saying? Um, he's like a legend in my eyes, you know what I'm saying? Um, put some respect on. Some respect on his name. Snoop in the building. This is it right here. Yeah, what happened? Remember this? Talking about movies, I'm telling you. You remember this? Can't talk, haters no. like try to uh, remember. You can catch me full throttle on here and remember. Don't <clears throat> trick a couple dollars on one of my hood Cause I'ma play the game however the chips fall. Oh, Hagen got the streets jumping like a bridge frog. So fuck it. Hop in the bucket and all that. Hey, the TV don't pop out y'all. Oh, I know this song. head to the trunk, it's that way all bad. I'm about to grab the kids, bridge y'all in. What's up? What's up? What's up? We're gonna get him in here, uh, real soon and shit. What's up? What's up? It's on the OGs, falling through, get him, yeah, um, he a heavy hitter, bro. What's the guy from D4L, my guy? Stuntman. Oh, Stuntman. Oh, oh, Stuntman. Oh, oh, Stuntman. Stuntman. All of them, yeah, D4L. D4L. Yeah, uh huh. Hello? Yeah, old the bank head. Shout out to Mookie. He um he got that thing. He's the one, honestly, to me. Even though his radio station doesn't um, even though his radio station doesn't like report or anything, but he does have like the streets. You know what I'm saying? And I started off on that station, but super shout out to him. I know that song. This is classic. I used to be in the dorm room bumping this. That's the, uh, no, that's not me. Um, yeah. You you gotta be a dirty person to steal somebody lip 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 balm. Ugh. Ooh. That's 
nasty. Man, I think I, I think I was smoking after somebody blazed. I think I, I think I got a little sick, bro. See? Now you see hey. why, I, why I do what I do. Don't I think, be smoking that. Look. And now my girl don't even smoke, so I don't smoke with nobody. <laughs> Bruh, the only I, person I smoke with is extreme. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't like because motherfuckers be having a lot of shit going yeah. on, being around a lot of different people. And smoking, passing a lot of blunts with a lot and of different pe- folks. And some people fluids. don't be having their own blunts. And so they, they always be smoking other people's blunts. Coughing and shit. Yeah. One nigga sick, then another nigga. Man, no, I ain't got time for that. Yeah, man. And you know that bird flu going around. Uh, ever since Corona, I've really been on that shit. Things switched up. Yeah, I just. Um, I love not having to pass the line. Ain't no funny shit. Yeah, ain't no funny shit. It's just some health, like. And I, health is well. Health is well. What's going on? <laughs> oh my god. Damn. Just your girl or some shit. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie though. To smoke blunts with strippers was like a thing I like to do sometimes. Ugh, Back in the day, niggas used to just smoke, you know, pass you know, blunt. Strippers but... be smoking with everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They everybody's blunt. Everybody blunt. I mean, Hell everybody. Yeah. It could be the nigga that's only throwing $20 and he got fat blunts and that bitch is gonna hit that blunt. Yeah, yeah. So you over there smoking with these strippers smoke and it. you smoke with everybody in the goddamn club. I'm just saying. Shout out to the dead. <laughs> it's a it's a bad it's a bad uh it's a bad it's a vice. Yeah. It's, it's a bad habit of mine. It's just too much going on, bro. Too much of mine. I ain't got time. Facts. And it's not even like I know. I know if I've been coughing, it's just gonna be me on my goddamn blunt. If I ain't been coughing up, it's gonna be me on my goddamn blunt. Like I ain't gotta worry about nothing from nothing. If I get sick, I get sick. Man, yeah, life lesson learned. On. Lesson learned, but just know that I may do it again. <laughs> nah, that's why you make sure you always keep. That's why you always make sure you keep your own shit with uh, you. And that's that. Facts. And ladies, I'm sorry. Ladies, start carrying your own weed and your own blunts. Like, have your own oh, stuff. Yeah, so you don't be like the thirsty girl going up to niggas like, oh, you got some weed. You ain't got to do that. They smell you. Oh, can I hit your blunt? They smell you, that. But the niggas ain't tripping if the, if the shorty cool, cause that's that's an easy I mean, way for to, a nigga to be already be in there and possibly smash that night. So right. that's. Well, like ladies, it. if you ain't trying to smash, Thanks. I'm just saying that's how niggas gonna think. Then they gonna get the vibe. Next thing you know, you want something to drink, little mama. You know what I'm saying? What you, you know what I'm saying? What you drinking? You know what I mean? Woo, woo, woo. We can get the vibe. Man. That yeah. does work. Yeah, Set, yeah. The ganja does bring people together in strange ways, in beautiful ways. No, it does. Weed is a yeah. Weed is an aphrodisiac. Now I can I'll tell you guys a story. I was scared as fuck. I was in Ghana. If you guys don't know where Ghana is, that's in Africa. And in Africa, it is it is bad. You are the devil if you smoke weed. And. They have a thing, they call it, not the jungle, it's like the jungle, but in their... The bush. Yeah. The bush. You got to go to the bush to get your weed, and it's like a whole field of, it's like everybody in Accra, that's like the... Is it good weed? Fuck. No. It is so horrible. (laughs) But, you're like, 
let me indulge because I'm in a different country and I don't have no fucking weed. Right. So it's one day. I've heard of Accra, Ghana. That's a big ass city in Ghana. Yes, Accra. Yeah. And then there's um, Kumasi, which is more. Kumasi, when I went to. Because I've been like three times. When I went to Kumasi, the. It's more like for elders. It's more so like for people that are older. It's not more. That's. It's like the beach is there, but it's not a place you go kick it. There, there's no clubs really, like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like you, it's like the garment district is there. Not garment district, but this is where you go get like good deals on your fabric. The markets are there. Across on the beach. No, across. Accra has beach. Yes. Yeah, it has. It's not on the beach. It's, it has, has a, a beach. beach. But the beach is not like Malibu. The beach in Accra is like. Is that what you're saying? What city are you talking about? I'm just gonna. In, in a, no, in Accra, they yeah. have a beach. Kumasi, they have a beach. But it's not. It's not like where we. Like a beach where it's like, oh yeah, come on, let's me and the homies go to the beach. It's not like Myrtle Beach. No, in Accra, they got like. They got shops on the beach. Uh-huh. They got um, uh, restaurants and stuff. Like, people are partying. Yeah. And Kumasi, people are not partying. It's more your elders, your uh, your grandpa. Mm. Like, the, your elders. Yeah. Or, like, you go there to get the good um, the good deals on the fabric. Ain't nothing like that in America. Ain't nothing like that. <laughs> so, look. I, I, I'm None. like, God damn. Uh-huh. You got to go all the way to the bush to get some weed. I'm not going to no fucking bush. You know, I'm an American. I'm American. They only have no lights and no, like, place out there. They ain't got nothing out there. Right? The lights cut off at 6 Oh, no. 7 o'clock. In the bush. No. Period. What? Nigga, it was my first time. This is what I'm saying. It was a very humbling experience every time that I went. Every time, every day at 7 o'clock, the lights would go off. In Accra. In Accra, Kumasi, everywhere. Basically, in Ghana, the lights cut off. Done. The electricity, done, unless you have a generator. Is that how they keep their food cold in a generator? I mean, all their food is outside. Like, I don't, like their food is so fresh. But I had a refrigerator. I stayed in a 10-bedroom mansion in in Ghana. Like, and their mansions are... Are really big. So Tim, did they have? Now I'm wondering. I've they had, had a refrigerator, stoves, and all that. But how did? Yeah, get, we had a generator. So at seven, they had to just cut the power off, and then that. I didn't that. cut. We didn't cut our power off, but all of our neighbors' what? power was off. So, and at this time, it's like you think that church was like only for Sundays, but this is the time where they do their most praise and worship. People go to the church, and you hear. Every like you can hear it, like you're, you can be, well far away from, from churches or anything. And you go to the village, they're doing the same thing, but it's around fire, and they're like, blah, 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 blah. like you can hear it in a cry, in a cry. I promise you, I don't. They probably, when I was there, they were building a train, how big, is a it? train in the middle of, like they were building a train, like a transportation system. Um, but the weed is from the bush and I had a friend, um, my friend, her brother, he was a big weed smoker, which I was, I thank God for him. Um, because he smuggled some weed in. Mm. Whoa. 
he smuggled the weed in and it was from but the weed was from the weed was from New York not like LA or something he's just like I live in New York I'm from New York okay so I can't I'm not getting no LA weed I'm not coming from LA but I'm in I'm home so he got that shit that I told you I don't ever like to smoke spliff but I did sp- smoke the Ghanaian weed said that shit get you high though oh it does oh it does I was thinking motherfuckers was chasing me and shit that's hilarious oh. yeah too high. That's what I heard like. it got, give you a head high I give you a hair brush. No, it was just too much. I don't yeah. like I don't like spliffs. Shout out to Spliff Star, but I don't like spliffs or whatever. But anyway, so look, hmm. I go. This is before I go and get the weed from from my homeboy that came from New York because he still isn't in town. So we're like, they're like, oh, my friend, he has good weed, good weed, and I'm like. Okay. And it's like, I was like, so you're going to go get it? Like, and bring it? Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. You have to go get it. He is fine. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my gosh. So me and my, I would call her my twin back then. Um, my twin. We're, we hop in the cab. Mind you, the cabs are all Mercedes Benzes, old school Mercedes. Okay. So we're That's in the it. back. We're in the back. And we're like, fuck. Are you sure you want to do this? She's like, hell yeah. (laughs) And I'm not like, I'm like, me too, but I just had to make sure. Now, look, we don't know who this dude is. We don't know where he's from. We don't know nothing. And we're going to his, and he has a big-ass mansion. We come to find out there's Ferraris, all that shit in front of his house, all that. But I did not know. We did not come to find out it was his parents' house. Anyways, we didn't know this man. So when we come, we get dropped dropped off in front of the, where the address was. Damn, y'all want to smoke bad. We got dropped off. This is in a non, another country. I, I, got, I got too many questions. So many Man. questions. So we get dropped off in the cab. And mind you, he stays like maybe two minute, like walking distance from like the clubs and stuff, like the bars. Because out there, their partying is a little different. They have like five nights of just partying and they wake up at the wee hours of the morning and go to the beach. Crazy partying, like no sleep partying. So we get out and he meets us outside. Oh no, his, um, his guard meets us outside and he was like, come in. Come in. So I'm like, and then so he's like, go this way. And then I'm like, what the fuck is hella dark? (laughs) first off and I'm like he don't got no lights that mean he ain't got no money that means if he ain't got no money he ain't got no generator <laughs> that means there ain't no lights in here bitch what are we doing so she's like it's okay mind you she's African so she she's not Ghanaian but she's Nigerian okay. so she's like man it's okay it's okay like chill out I'm like bitch I got these keys I'ma just uh, 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 if he try and do something you know right. so then we bend the corner this motherfucker was standing there with a long ass machete like machete he's holding it he's holding it from his hip and the machete reaches the ground Lord Jesus and he's a big ass black man so I'm like still the lights <laughs> off lights are fucking off oh <laughs> there's fuck. lights shining through from the next door neighbor so I'm like Oh man, we about to have to fuck this motherfucker up. Well, and that, 
Huh? Or, or die. Or, or do or what die. They, or, no, no. Do what they say, goddamn. Yeah, yeah. So then Come I'm like. Slave. Sex trafficking. No. So then I'm like, you know what? At this point, we're already here. Fuck it. Yeah. And his guard let us in. I see some people in the front. You know what I'm saying? But still, still it's still dark. dark. So we go back there. And we go to his, like, little apartment that's in the back of. It's in the house, but it's towards you. Entrances in the back, and there's lights. So it's like, oh. he was like, "Sit down, sit down." And I and you still I, got the machete. Still got the fucking machete. And I'm like, "I'm not good." You got that, you know. And my homegirl's like, "Come on, just sit down, chill out. It's okay." <sighs> so I sit down, and he was like, "You guys want to smoke?" And so I'm, I'm like. Yeah, but you ain't put nothing in it, right? No, like, white stuff. No nothing. Let me roll it. And he's like, oh, you could. And all, how they communicate is like, like ah, ah, ah. And he passed the weed in the uh, stuff. I was like, wait, I can't open this. And he was like, ah, this is what I have this for. And he cut the fucking, um, Gaba leaf or whatever with the machete with the machete and then he put the machete down I'm like why did you have the machete he said I didn't know I didn't know so I protect myself I'm like you knew it was females coming he was like oh you're okay you are safe I said okay so you feel cool even in Africa they got corny dudes still corny (laughs) still corny but he came he ended up being really cool just like me for real Girlfriend was still corny over here in Africa. Yeah. He still he was still corny, but we ended up smoking, buying the weed, going right down the street, two minutes away to the bar to start the night, which we already missed like one party. So hi, he took he dropped y'all off. Hell no, we just left and caught a cab. Caught a cab. Uh uh-uh. uh. So we caught a cab right over there. It's like literally two minute, like two minutes away. Um. And then we started our night, like, and they got clubs where you drink for free. You pay your little um, $25, and you drink free liquor from, like, 12 to 2. 12 to 2 free liquor? Free liquor. I now, can do that, but. At this time, I drank. Now, is this, now, is this in the backwoods? That's early over there, though, isn't it? That's early. Is this in the yeah. bush? They party huh? all night. Is this in the bush? Now, this is just regular it's just regular, just regular like different Accra. parts of Accra. Lord Jesus. I yeah, can't. and then like what the kind of music you heard in the club. American. American and then like the shit that we be playing now on the radio and it's um Afro like Afrobeats. Afro, yeah. Tim's. I mean they party. They pour tea. Yes, yes. Um I met a few people out there so like the pe- like if you got plugs on people that you can book or whatever. Yeah. We can send them over there and get some money. I don't know how it is right now because of COVID, COVID wars, all that stuff. But, oh Lord Jesus! Um, yeah, but I can only imagine how it is buying weed in Africa. It took me like at least two or three years to get my feet in the right spot where I was buying weed in Atlanta. I used to buy my weed over there at little at Big Five Points over there in Alabama. Damn! Broad. How do you? F- Damn. Damn! Right there, you, I see smokes. Crack smoke so casually out there, and they used to sell me these uh, three for tens in the little five dollar bags. Damn. Yeah, four or it'd be like five for twenties, and that's the only way that you might get twenty dollars worth of weed is if you get five of them. Because them little bags is not five dollars worth of weed. They definitely jugging. For some reason, every place that I go, I always find like 
good weed. Oh yeah, I don't never have no problem. I don't know why, but it's like the weed just knows. Hey, At a good price. I mean, I don't give a fuck about the price. Okay. Is it good? Like, I don't. Yeah. Me, I get a headache. I, I get sick. Okay. I get like I'm just. I and, don't smoke. And then when I'm out of town like that, especially when I ain't got no people out there, so I'm really sick. I want the best of the best, and I don't yeah. give a fuck. Like maybe that's what I my just problem. need. I need. I gotta have that certain smell and that taste. I gotta have a taste. I got to. Other yeah. than that, it feel like I'm you just smoking me or some shit. Yeah, I get headaches. Yeah, want to throw up. Like I gotta have get that sick. Taste. It, why do that to my body? You Over for a price? Oh fuck that! I'll pay the extra twenty dollars. I gotta hit that thing and be able to go. <laughs> You feel what I'm saying? Like, ooh, That's, yeah. But it was bush weed. That's what I was going to tell y'all. Yeah, bush weed. We I bought mean, bush weed, but it was like, I, mean, you had I bought a pound of weed. Yeah. And, but it was like, the pound was compressed. Yeah, compressed. You yeah. bought a pound? I bought a pound of weed. <laughs> How much was it? A pound? African I mean, weed cheap as fuck. It's hella, it was hella cheap. Yeah. And CD it was too. the best. It seeds and all, but um, it was streamed out. I streamed. think I only paid like one hundred and fifty dollars yeah. for a pound of weed. Yeah, that's some messy no bullshit. lie, yeah, one hundred and fifty dollars. I know exactly what you' talking about. And Locked I smoked, up. but then like the whole three. Pound probably about that big, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Three days later, my homeboy came Gotta and he and he had the weed and he had the roll ups, the um, the cigarellos. Yeah. He brought those. He wasn't smoking. But you know, you could have fluffed that out though. What? The uh, the compressed, you could have fluffed it out. How it was sticks it? and stems, and yeah, it was serious. You could have fluffed it out though. You had to wear the guy that you had to go through it though. Like, yeah, and I was—I mean, I was there for well, like thirty days. Take all, take all the sticks and seeds out of it. No, once I got that other weed, fluff it out. It was a wrap. I was like, bro, let me just buy that off of you. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, let me just get that. I'll trade you. Matter of fact, here goes a pound <laughs> for your little three five. <laughs> you know like what I'm Here you go. Too. And that's he did. And he did. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's Man, a flip. that's a flip. Yeah, but shout out to my Ghanaian people, like. That's a that's a whole experience. That's how you know she want to smoke good. You wouldn't have did that. You wouldn't want your money's worth for that. I've been rolling pound. stogies up. I'm just I saying, but you wouldn't want like up that like pound. if a nigga came in with a three five or some some real real good shit. You wouldn't have gave the whole pound. You I, no, I've just been rolling three fives worth. I've just been rolling. You just want to smoke that shit. Yeah, I've just been rolling. Did it with smoke that shit. Nigga, your <laughs> head would have been hurting. When I got back to the states, I was like. Nigga, I made it. I had me fat blunts, okay? Fat That's blunts. It wasn't runts, but it was fat yes. blunts back then. Some big guys. Yeah. Um, so my home, my, oh, we bought, we had, so I didn't, so it's hard for me to find weed. I remember that I had like 75 bucks, 100 bucks. And I couldn't find no good weed. And I ended what? up just buying, yeah, I ended up buying like a big old bag of Reggie with my, hom- my homie from uh, Ohio. We just smoked. Like goddamn, like an ounce of Reggie in one day. What the fuck? Yeah, so he just blew. It. That's what shit I do. Because if I couldn't find, like for the same money, they was talking about like this little bullshit. And I was like, bro, they ain't give me no good price on this. I'm gonna buy a, an ounce of Reggie. Fuck it, we just gonna be stogieing it hey, up. You know, another reason I'll be smoking the gas. Yeah, because I look at it like, like I'm saying that this is a long time ago, but I still feel the same way. Like shit, I'm DJ Blaze. I'm considered one of the hottest DJs, whatever, wherever I do it at. You feel what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. with that being saying, shit, you gotta smoke the best shit. Period. Like, 
niggas can't be coming to the booth and they ain't smelling you. You feel what I'm saying? And, and you, especially if you smoking, you smoking some bullshit. Wow. Like, it, it's like part of the image. Yeah. I see. I but it ain't, I ain't DJ Blaze. You know what I'm saying? I just like the Blaze. Yeah, for sure. And I come from Seattle. I ain't never, the first time I ever tasted Reggie weed or popcorn or whatever was in Texas. And I was like. That popcorn was some good mid though. Popcorn gave me, I was, I stopped smoking until I found somebody that had proper weed. Popcorn. I stopped smoking because. What do they call that weed in Miami? It's called, is it called Crippy? It's like real string, stringy, seaweedy. That's how weed. African weed is. It, they got a name for it, but I smoked that in Miami. I got, remember I got that. That's all I could find. I remember when that, that gas there. started popping. That shit was $4 a gram. Damn. Yeah. That used to be too ridiculous. And, and you couldn't really see. I went to college in Louisiana and we couldn't really find it. I remember spending so much time with my homeboy trying to find the gas. It was like hours <laughs> and hours a time a day. But see, this is the thing. You probably ain't going to the, like, okay, you going out to the club and you going outside where the smokers be. That's what you got to do. Or you got to be where you normally would be at. If you go to somewhere else, so say if I'm going to to Houston, I might go outside to go where the smokers are to find out, hey, who got that gas? Or you just smell it like... Oh, that's him. Hey, what'd you get? Hey, you got some more of that? Yeah, Let me sure. buy some. Sure. I, I, want know you, to pull up. I know where to pull up to find some gas. I want you to put yourself in my shoes. We are in off-campus housing in my homie's uh, used police car. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we're sitting there and on the bench seat. They're sitting in the front. And we're sitting there probably between us a couple dollars. And we making phone calls on no. our phones. Yeah. Not no iPhones either, just no regular ass flip phones trying to find the gas. And we can find the Reggie man everywhere. But we can't find the gas man nowhere. He's nowhere on campus. He on the south side. He not on the north side. And we gotta be, to, we gotta be at meeting at eight o'clock. So yeah. what we, what we about to do? We about to find, <laughs> so, so. Okay, so what out. would you do? Stress. It'd be stress with me. It'll be me spending time with him from like three to eight, just trying to find this shit before me. This is the thing with me. The minute I dropped on campus, I'ma know who got the. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, like on period. Like the day I was shit. The day I got on campus, nigga, I already knew what it was. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I'ma know who got it. I went to a few colleges and shit. So the day I got on campus, you know, I'm coming in. No, what the fuck going on? If I found somebody that got it, they used to always be gone. So they, I went to school with IP from New Orleans. So they all went. To, so my school was from Baton Rouge, and everybody from New Orleans used to have it sometimes. So they they used to treat like a commuter school. They used to still go down to New Orleans and hustle. They come back to Baton Rouge and like learn. That was like the thing that they did. Man, honestly, like. If you in school, there's always that one person that got the good gas. And then not even that, there's always the person that comes to campus that got the weed. You just got to know the weed smokers. I mean, when I was, my homegirl, she went to Rutgers University. I didn't know nobody with no goddamn gas. But we were smoking in the dorms, okay? Smoking with the basketball stars of Rutgers University. And 
it's like weed weed is gonna find you it yeah, should yeah. find you. if you're a real weed smoker yeah, you're then find it. yeah i go anywhere right now never place i've never been and, and and be straight to the weed probably like the first 15 20 minutes of my journey back when i used to smoke weed so i'll be in the closet with the smoking i remember the first time i smoked weed the alphas and i remember i was like oh uh, what's his name ruben smoke weed I was like, Ruben smoke weed? I'm sitting there smoking weed in the cypher. And it's just so crazy how closeted it used to be with it. Not, not everybody used to tell everybody that everybody smoked. That was probably part of my problem right there, trying to find some, some weed. There's goddamn hiding their hiding uh, habits. Everybody with these political agendas at Southern University. Shout out to Southern University, but y'all know exactly what I'm talking I'll about. I'll tell you a crazy weed story real, real quick. So, uh, you know, when, like, Jeezy and, like, Gucci came out, they came out around the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they was really talking about that Kush, right? Oh, gosh. They was talking about the Kush. And, uh, so I came down here to Atlanta. This one, I was just moving to Birmingham, back to Birmingham and shit. Came down to, right before I started DJ, I came down to Atlanta and got a couple peas and shit. And so I went down to uh, uh, some high-grade mid. Oh my gosh. And I went down to the uh, Heart Festival in Huntsville. Me and Kicks, my boy Kicks was with me. Went down to the Hearts Festival, man. And I was telling motherfuckers that was Kush. Man, I, man, I was paying 300 a zip. God damn it. That's how I made it. I sold out all them bags. Dang. Went down with like three or four of them. Yeah, all of them. Real quick. And about the first hour, one nigga double back. Like, man, get a whole cute. Like, shit was crazy. I know you was like, who would have thought? I'm like, hell yeah. I'm like, this that crazy. And it's a big festival. Like, motherfuckers oh concert, gosh. motherfuckers performing. And that's where I uh, got a chance to smoke uh, weed with Ox. Remember Ox from Belly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you smoke weed with Ox? Yeah, at, at, at this festival. Bamba called Yardman. And he just saw me. Yardman. He just saw how I was moving. He just saw how I was moving around. He was like, and I was chilling. It's like, hey, young fella. And when kicked it with him for about a good 45 minutes, that shit was lit. Tight. That's dope. Tight, tight, tight. And I finessed him. That wasn't no goddamn kush. Any new music out? Anybody got any new music? We got Roulette. Got some new music. Yeah, we got Roulette. Shout out to Big X, the plug. Yeah. Out there in, in, in Texas. I tapped in with that. I'm fucking with that. Okay. You ain't, that's some new shit. You ain't know that. I'm like, shit. okay, who's that? Um, Metro Boom put out a, a Chopped and Screw project. Yeah. What? Yeah, back to the screw. Shout out to the uh, Chopped Up, Not Slopped Up. Whoa. The whole camp. Mimi DJ Mathemosh. Ryan Wolf. Huh? DJ Ryan Wolf. DJ Ryan Wolf from Ryan Cleveland. Wolf. Yep. Okay. Oh! <gasps> You're in. A, you're from Ohio. Yes, I am. I'm from Ohio. Look, they. You hear about everything that's going on there? The so chemical I, spills. The I made the my phone calls. The um. You made your phone calls. I did. I made my phone calls back back to Ohio. I had to, to make in. sure they was everybody's okay, or to make sure everything. This one I found out. They're not even telling them. They what? Not, they not even making no big names. I mean, yeah, they like my homie didn't even know. He hadn't even seen the pictures. And so I showed him the pictures, and he works a regular job. Hello? Okay, I'm, I'm going to let you in. Oh, hell. Yeah, that's one. We're going to put some music on. We're going to take a break. We're going to take a break, y'all. This is one of Chronicles. All right, I'll be right, right outside to get you. Here I come. 
So this is, well, I'm gonna play some from Hood Rich, Hood Rich, 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 My nigga, you know we both came from nothing. We fed the streets three years straight. It's about that time again. DJ Scream, DJ Swamp, Enzo. Swamp, Swamp, Enzo. 1017 Thug. Scream, 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 Motherfucker bitch. Motherfucker, bitch. 
I took a trip, bird is going crazy. I made some meals, I know they gon' hate it. Driving in a transformer, don't go in the air. Catching red bottles, she gon' put a hit a bag. Three, four, five, I got bitches everywhere. I don't ever take the local pussy nowhere. Risk carry, build up carry. You're listening to Highly Unique Radio. Looking like you married. Yeah. Cuban link, linked up, flawless, forget it, for the inner house shooter, cause it's so really Ferrari topless, ain't with my top bitch, walk to the valley, hop in a cockpit, I'm with a goddess, a pussy awesome, I can't wife her, I feel awful, yellow gold, presidential car, driving in a busy condominium, doing dirt, yeah, chain charm track, I got spots in Mexico, Yeah, 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 yeah. We are lit. We are lit, y'all. I got a legend in the building. The one that set the motherfucking tone for a lot of shit that we see right now. You know what I'm saying? Swamp Izzo in the motherfucking building. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Look, man, I didn't know you was that tall. Yeah, five, three. Five, three. I'm, I'm like, what? I'm five five, you know? How tall are you? Six one. Six one. Look, look, it's always the tall niggas that I gotta add. I wanna be short though. Don't put me at the tall category. Why do you wanna be short? There's not too many people up there getting qualified, so let me keep my little blue check down here. Six one. He's one, he's like five foot seventeen. And a couple of little, he's just going five seventeen. That's what he is. <laughs> yeah, five seven. That's a good one. Yes. Hey, you guys see the world in a different light Word. Okay. than us. Okay. okay, the air is clear up here for sure. <laughs> for, sure. for sure, I can give you that. Right. Do you ever feel like you have to have like big man like uh like gratitude towards these little cats sometimes? 
Nah, just because to, that's why I don't want to be as tall because that um, what's it called, the short man syndrome. Yeah. yeah, that's dangerous because you get in a lot of trouble like that. Oh man! I want to start out with something real too. That short man. Yeah, that's you know it's it's more aggressive. I'm already dark skin. I got goals. I'm looking crazy, and so it kind of I don't want to say intimidate, but it kind of puts you in a. Let me go ahead and approach him this way. Yeah. And I'm really like all love. Oh, Oh, what sign are you? I'm Aquarius. Aquarius is your your season still, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Happy birthday! You know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday. Twenty ninth January. Okay, so Happy just belated. pass. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Know you. Shout out to our Aquarius. Our last two artists for Aquarius. Yeah, because I remember Samora, she's a Gemini. She has an Aquarius uh, meter up. Yeah. A Quinn and I meter. She feels like she could just go in the room and just sense when there's an Aquarius. In there. I, we do have that type of energy, and, you know, we are the first people on the earth. You know what I mean? It was us, then everybody else. What about the, um... Nah, January, baby, January, beginning. You know, so it's already scientifically said that we, it was God created Aquarius first. Let's not start that argument. It's, okay. we too, it's too early in the interview. Look, look, look. He said it's too early. It's too early. It's too early in the interview, but Aquarius was first. Can I start with some fill-in-the-blank questions? Okay. Then we go, and we can go from there. How y'all feel about that? I got some fill-in-the-blanks. I want to just knock them out real quick. Working with a billionaire is blank. Working with eight, one billionaire, eight. Well, how many billionaires you been working with? I work with a bunch of billionaires. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Work with a bunch of billionaires, two. but I know two. I got, um, I got a beautiful relationship with a certain billionaire. Yes, I know that you. And they are brothers, so that's you know what I mean. Oh, they both billionaires. Yeah, yeah Slim and Baby, definitely for sure. Okay. What's it like? What's it like? What's it like, What's it like working on the like, family? Family, family oriented. I got a super relationship with them. They believe in me. More than I believe in myself sometimes. Working at the strip club is blank. Um, <laughs> tough, tough, <laughs> tough. Why is it one word, tough? tough. If you ever dealt, if you ever dealt with one female, trust me, I'm dealing with 150, 200 different emotions and. It's a lot of balancing you gotta do. Yeah, you gotta be like water. It helps be an Aquarius, I guess. Right yes, then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I could be a Scorpio. The music scene in Atlanta is blank. Dope. Some word I could think of. Dope. Right now, and how it came and grew, is dope. Working with Puffy was blank because you were the DJ for Boys in the Hood, right? Yeah. Um, one twelve. Um, Deron Jones gave me my first contract. So yeah, and I did a lot of um, yeah. I did a, um, a couple of parties for Puffy too. But it was dope, epic. He always gonna make it bigger than life. So your first contract was what? What was your advance? Twelve thousand. I brought a. Um, truck Range Rover I brought a Range Rover brought a Range Rover <laughs> I ain't even had insurance I was like Man, do I gotta get insurance like you can't drive it off the lot without insurance I was like I'm gonna have it tomorrow he just let me drive it off the lot that's dope alright the one artist that should have been bigger was who should have been bigger should have been bigger I got an idea who it is so let me guess what I guess I think it should be go ahead tell me yours I think Young Scooter you talked about in the interview how Young Scooter had so much street money. I think he's humongous still. I think so too. I think he's humongous. I not just can't just not saying he's because he's Future's best friend. I just seen him come from not even wanting to rap, uh-huh. and I noticed still the blogs and the internet still pick up to what he say. And he still sell out a shop. And he's still on tour and still does his thing, and he's still probably one of the richest rappers in Georgia. But he was already rich before then, though. Of course. 
So it's kind of like it wasn't the music that got him the money. I think he had so much talent, and we used to listen so much. We see him. He was before like, Future. If you know your history, Future yeah. Scooter came before Future. As a matter of fact, Scooter, Future was on Scooter's mixtapes. When Rich Homie Quan and Thug were working together, it was blank. A movie. A movie. A oh movie. What, okay, the the air in the room is blank when a mogul is in there. Then. Then. It's hard to breathe. Like depends on who you are. Because I, I still get starstruck on depends on who it is. Do they Ooh. take up a lot of oxygen? Yeah, like, of, course, room, of, like, course, of so course. Much, of course. So the air is kind of thin when of you walk course. into a room. That's yeah. an interesting way of describing that. Where? I got a couple more. I got. I got. I'm I here. Got let's wait, go. Wait, before you do it, wait. Who would you get star? Who would you get yeah. starstruck? I have by? been starstruck by plenty of people. Okay, name two. Um, Jim Carrey and um, Sylvester Stallone. Whoa. Okay, I would. Sylvester like Stallone, little known. I'm a movie guy too, so yeah. it's not about all of my music. But I see those two guys. You got Rocky. I grew up on Rocky, so I'm like, what? Just yeah. him. Did you like the new Avatar and Jim movie? Jim Carrey, I love all his movies, so I'm Jim like, Carrey. wow. Shit. Did you like the new Avatar movie? No. You didn't watch it? I you... didn't watch it yet. You didn't watch it? I know I'm not going to like it, though. You don't... Rocky you... Avatar? Seven. Science fiction. Oh, no, definitely not. Science fiction. Not science it's nothing like running up them stairs in Philadelphia. I got... Okay, what's... When Slim... When... When Cash Money Slim talks, it is blank. Silent. Nobody talks, nobody answers. I never seen a person talk when he's talking in my life. I never really? seen nobody interrupt. Even when he stops talking, they still gonna wait till I'm completely finished. This is on God. This is do you think you talked before about how Birdman also has like a low voice? My mom talked about that. Sometimes yeah. people have a low voice, they talk. Yeah, you have to listen to Stunner like Stunner like he's not he's not allowed, he's not like a Braggatosis person, if he rock with you, he'll let you in his space. But if you around him, you have to pay attention because he's not, he's like soft spoken. The most important thing you can be in the game is blank. Relevant. Relevant. Oh. What's that? So the game is about making money, you think the. The, the money comes after that because it's like relevancy is the most important thing. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't do an interview with anybody. This is special. I rock with you. So I'm not gonna sit down with anybody and talk. I appreciate. It. I appreciate. Oh. It. You are irrelevant. So thank you so much. Oh. Thank you. All right. The, now, as we we're talking about this, some sauce earlier. Yeah. All right. The mix show DJ game is going to be blank by artificial intelligence. Alive and yo, know, the computers would never think how you think and I think. That's they dope. only can mimic what we put into it. Mm-hmm. The, the AI situation is they just you know adapting what you put into it. And we're, we're still evolving as human beings. So tomorrow, you know how you touch this plane with the stems tomorrow? You're going to have a dope idea. Yeah, it's dope. That, it's just only increasing my, my – it's just making it funner for me. I can't yeah. wait till I get the AI in there. Yeah. Taking my brand to the next level requires blank. Dreaming. Dreaming. Like you think that your brand is only limited basically how big you can dream. You only can see how far you can go. Ooh. That's dope. Now that Jill. is a jewel. Mm-hmm. Jewel. <laughs> Drop a bomb. All right. Yes. Um, well, no. Now, okay. you talked about being homeless before. The, the housing crisis is blank. Housing crisis in America. Is I think it's, um, it's back working. It's coming back to normal. I've been paying attention to these houses trying to purchase them, so I think they're coming back to normal. They overpriced them, like the vehicles, but they're coming back to range. 
All right. Swamp, tilt it, tilt that a little bit for Swamp. So your face the other mic. Appreciate it. All right. Getting stuck into the club at 15 was blank. Ah, movie. <laughs> movie. Movie. Is, um, Chase Lounge, man. I was in them clubs and just watching everybody get hurt. It was just exciting. Not is, But I'm still listening to the music because I'm standing by the DJ booth. But back in those days, it was real rough coming up. So it was violent. It was violent. That's where I get my thing from. Like, it was, you had to be. Anyway. <laughs> it was violent. It was violent. Like, it had to be. Right. So those were the records that was in your mom's house that you were sneaking in. Was those same records that you were taking Word. to the club back Word. then? You remember every, you remember back in the days, DJs would get two or more of every song ever. Facts. You had to get a dub of every record. Yeah. You had to. I, I came from that. And area. if you got that one record, it yeah. was like you probably wouldn't even play it in the club as much because you don't want it to damage. There's only one of that one. Now, I got a question about if you could DJ a party with any legendary DJ, who would it be? Kid Capri. Kid Capri. I Ooh. just, I thought so. I used to call myself Kid Capri Jr. I remember yeah, talking about idol. that. Yeah, everybody knows Kid Capri, idol. he's so dope with it. Do you, it's make turntablism is just amazing. Word. What do you respect most about Kid Capri and like his style, what he does? Um, crowd control. He, he got that mic game with the song, so he's he's adapted whatever he says and whatever you react to. That that record is gonna be that. So if he be like, "Yo, how many people got green shoes on?" Somebody's gonna be like, "One person." The next song is gonna be one time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something about I don't know how he does it still to this day, but he's dope. improvising with the records is crazy. Yes. All right, my my 1970 Monte Carlo was blank. Wow, wow, teal green. Uh, Chrome and gold rims. Uh, rest in peace, left eye. She loved that car. She used to beg me for that car. Rest in peace, left eye. She used to beg me for that car. You still got it? I gave it to my baby sister, and then she let somebody start racing it, and then long story. Oh, oh Lord Jesus. That was my, oh, you did your research. Wow. Helping Future come up with his name and seeing where it is now is blank. Well, he came up with The Future. He was The Future. He improvised, short it down. But I really, when I did um, school to mixtapes, I used to get drops. So if you rapped on a song, my whole thing was to stop the music and let you say something in between the song. So I was like, you got to say something. You rapping right here. You're like, well, I was like, you say your name. And he was like, something sound like, nah, that's not going to work. You got to come on, man. And he was like, the kid, kid, the future. And I dropped the bomb. And still at his day, it, you know. So it gave so me be, goosebumps. So before, so that was the first time when he did it. It was future. like cool because everybody was they was on futuristic. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to be the highest, the future was like the a penalty. Uh, like yeah. everybody yeah. was futuristic. Yeah. He was like, I, I am, am the, the future. future. I was like, right. whoa. <laughs> so whoa. Was that first time you ever said? Probably ever said that on the record. It was probably first time ever recorded. Ever recorded. It was documented. So before plug talk. Had, before then, it was just me here, right? Uh, they they'll argue that point, but it was always me here. It was always me yeah, here. Okay, yeah. okay. Finding Young Thug was blank. Finding him was yeah. easy because they brought him to me. Bobby brought him to me. Mm-hmm. Working with him and getting to where it was at was unbelievable because he was street. He was a street guy. He was. He was Who's Bobby? Bobby was the founder. Bobby was the founder of uh, Finding Thug. A oh, finding thug. thug. The finder okay. of thug. He found thug. Didn't know what to do with him. Uh-huh. He knew me. My name is Hot. He brought him to me like, I got this guy. I'm going to do music. Uh-huh. He's dope, Swamp. What can you do? I don't got no money. I was like, let me meet him. And I met thug. And 
is over. Just rode him around the city. He took me over his area, riding around. He took me. First day? First day. First day. What? Drunk in the car with me. He took me to his Cleveland Avenue, took me to the, the jungle, took me everywhere so I can see it. We didn't talk about music. We just talked about each other and, like, what we was into. Building. Sat down at the gas station, ate some food at the gas station. Like, he wanted the whole story. And, um... Introduced me to a lot of people, his mother, sisters. This day one was it a Texaco gas station? Yeah, the, the infamous gas yeah. station. So we had to She's grow our AJ relationship. Kid. We had to grow our, grow our relationship. So if you look on YouTube, we was doing a lot of work. I had him on Bankhead in the studio a lot, recording just songs, just working with all the guys I knew. So I had thought working with everybody yeah. that I knew. Yeah, because I was like, if I'm work with him, you're gonna have to be able to rap with everybody. So everybody I knew, you rapped. Thug had a song. If you go on YouTube, you see Thug got a song with almost everybody on Bankhead because I had him rap with everybody. I did notice the features was like, man, man. I yeah, like, it's like, nug, <laughs> nug. <laughs> I had him rap with everybody because I, I just like he's a feature. You're building him. You're like, but everybody he rapped with, he was unbelievable. He had, unbelievable. He had flow. He just was like the star Unbelievable. So when you got talent like that and everybody he raps with, he just is kicking the ass. True you just story, know. man. Free thug. True story. Free thug. So dropping, yeah. dropping Young Thug's mixtape. First mixtape was. Blank. I came for nothing. I came for nothing. The the, the hardest mixtape ever because everybody slept on it. Heartbreaking. At the end of the beginning, everybody. I remember. It. I remember. I gave it to a guy. I was like, I got this CD. He was like, Yo, Swan, give me something new. You got it. I gave it to him. He put it in. You know, my intro is already crazy. I'm yelling. This is before I even knew how to mix and master. But I'm yelling, and he was he drove off, and, and the music stopped, and the CD came out on the street. Wow. I was like, wow. And now this is, y'all were top five on MTV. Of, at yeah, the this, time is after, this is after two. They went, when we dropped two, they did, we was top five. So Rick Ross came out with. Um, so, so you got dissed after MTV. Before, before, before MTV, because we dropped, you know, we dropped in the streets. Then it grew, it had okay. to grow. But in the beginning phases, they hated it. Okay, was the MTV like gave y'all like the confidence to push to to go harder, or what man, was it? I'm gonna be honest with you, man. When I seen that article, man, we were so trapped into our world. It didn't even really mean nothing. Mm. I still post it just for fans, but it really at that time didn't read because we haven't did anything really. No, I feel that I feel part like, two. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the music, we was, I was more because Thug wasn't into the mixtapes. All that was me. They was just giving me music. Like, I'll go to the studio. Yo, Thug, I need some drops. He'd be like, you need drops today for what? I'm like, I'm going to put a mixtape out. Fool. Like, he he was so into Thug that the best thing I could do was put music out on him. Yeah, blessing for that. That man. makes sense? It like, was, I was getting music, putting it out on him. It wasn't like we were sitting down strategizing, like, we're going to drop a mixtape. You was like, I got this hot artist, and I'm I'm working with him. I, I put music out as a DJ. On, I was so music. strong in the mixtapes. Yeah. My brand was, yeah. so it was like he was catapulting over me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With the trampoline, he was, boom. So every time I drop a mixtape, people would check for the Swamp Izzo. But then I got this thug, and then he kind of like the first one is too much. They saying he was too much of Wayne, but it was just an inspiration. I didn't feel it like now, you DJ for both Gucci Man and Jeezy. Now, D- DJing for Gucci Man and Jeezy and then seeing the verses was left you with what kind of feeling? Oh. In the beginning, I was like, it was it was horrible. But then at the end, I respected it. From just being from outside looking in, 
mm-hmm. because they was digging up old wounds, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like hard to watch if you know anything about respect and everything. Everybody was putting it in that category. Like that's the ultimate disrespect. How could Jeezy stand there and take it? I would lose my life. You know, everybody. So I'm in a room full of people who feeling like that. And then at the end, when they came together, and Gucci said everything he wanted to say, and then he ultimately not apologized, but said, I respect you, bro, and we passed that. I just had to get it off my chest in your face. I think it was beautiful to me. You know. And Jeezy said he accepted it. And they doing tours right now today. So thank God. Thank God that came out to be something positive. Look. That was now Walt now that's my last question. We can get some more outside the box questions. Walterboro, South Carolina is what? Blank. Fill in the blank. And then we get to some more. A different planet, man. That Walterboro, South Carolina, definitely a different planet. I learned a lot. Being there I learned to um I learned how to shoot guns, sell crack, and love people. Lord Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lord okay. Jesus. You, the Swamp is, oh, what kind of student was you? Swamp. You heard the Masterpiece Swamp, nigga. That was me. Jesus. So you I'm came the only with, DJ ever did a mixtape with Master P, ever. That's lit. Google it. You came up with the name Izzo. I heard about yeah, that. It came a, joke, a joke. A yeah, joke. A joke. Just ran with it. My God, Kemp shot it. Yeah, and I just stuck with it. Wait, what, what about the Swamp part? The Swamp was our... Um, I had to do a book report, Francis Marion, Swamp Fox. I'll never forget it. And I always was that type of person. If we're going to do a, um, a report on somebody, I know everybody's going to do presidents and all this. I was like, I went to the library and I'm like, what's the stupidest, weirdest thing I could stand in front of the cl- um, class and talk about? And I was like, oh, yeah, Swamp Fox. There was this dude. He used to fight for the Army, and he um, used to, like, be in the swamps. He would lay in the, the mushy waters. That's how he would kill his enemy. And it was like, he called him the Swamp Fox. I've heard it. Francis Marion. No, look it up. Kind of dope. So you got your name Swamp for a book report that you did about the Swamp <laughs> yeah, Fox. I'm tripping. Like, yeah. what? Are you kind of, do you feel like you kind of like, would you call yourself uh, being a, like, I don't, don't want to call you a nerd. I ain't trying to come at you. No. I mean, but do you feel like What's wrong nerd? with nerds? Come on. What's, because it's, it's not, when, when you, when you smart and educated, it's not cool in the street terms. Growing yeah. up, it was like that. So, yeah. I used to, um, yeah, I used to get up. on the guys who was in the sororities and the bands and the ROTCH and all that growing up. Wait, I used so to you, get on them. Wait, wait, you used to get on them? Yeah. yeah. John, you, you crack, crack oh, jokes. Okay, okay. I about to say, oh, wait, were you involved? So, did you, like, play any instruments in school or anything? Yeah. You did? Yeah. yeah. Instruments. The clock. That's hilarious. Done. I'm done. I, am I had to get that. I had to get that one over. She wanted. She, Look, she asked I that asked question. For it. I asked for it. The Glock 19. Oh my gosh. The clapper. No, I was actually. I was a class clown in school. Anybody I tell you, I did two things: crack jokes and get in trouble. That's the only thing I was oh good at. Oh my gosh. So you were that, but you graduated, right? Yes, I graduated with, with all 19. With all 19, what? Yeah. People in your class? No. Nine, bullets. Nine, no, Nineteen <laughs> bullets. What? I was actually I had um they um I was um I was um how can I use this? I was transferred out of school. Okay. Yeah. It's transferred. And uh, yo, have y'all seen this football game last night? This football game was so great to do. That's me trans changing the conversation. That's I see. Right, I right. see. Um okay, so you DJed in the infamous, well, 
Blue Flame. Yes. Right? Yes. Now, when I first came, it was like 20, I think, 13. I don't think you were, you were there, but you weren't. Yeah, I was still like. In and out. Yeah. So, now before me, before I came there to Blue Flame, they said it was smaller. Now, I watched some interviews and stuff, and Mm -hmm. you were the reason why they expanded. Yeah, Trap Fest, my birthday party. Your birthday party. So, now I heard about your birthday parties, too. Um, What made you want to start doing doing it big like that, or did it just come? Um, I really don't celebrate my birthday, but I wanted to do something that year because I just felt like it was just like time to do it, and we couldn't hold the, the people. The club holds, I think, 150, 200 people at the most. Ludicrous couldn't come in, all the football players, oh my of course, scooters, so it was the future. Everybody couldn't get in the building because there was so many people who wanted to come see it. So the owner was like, yo, we can't go up, so we got to go wider, so we start knocking down walls. So to this day, it was like the best thing can ever happen because now you can pack the club out more, you know what I mean? And it'd be packed. And it'd be packed. Oh, my god! Every weekend, every, like, we got probably a half a slow day. So a lot of clubs got their one infamous day. Blue Flame is flowing. It's keep yeah. flowing. Yeah. I'm there Wednesday through Saturday. Wednesday through Saturday at the Flame. Yes. Was it like so? Was it like for you getting residencies and, and other gigs, right? Like yeah. traveling on the road? Cause you I stopped the traveling because I was traveling so much. I was, you know, I was asking God like to take me off the road. I traveled for like seven years straight mm. around Why'd the world. Why do you want to get taken off the road? Be- um, if you're sleeping in a hotel, that's oh tough. yeah, okay. I it's get tough. It. It's it's expensive too. No, you you don't have nothing. You can't wash no clothes, so you throw it away. Lord no. Jesus. And you can't, and I know you're thinking you can, but the more you accumulate, you can't tote everything. Mm-mm. So I went from one suitcase to four suitcases and like, bro, I got those some of this stuff for you, bro. You're oh like, bro, gosh. I got seven suitcases. I can't take eight suitcases on. Yeah, you can't, bro. You, you can't, can't keep case. everything, bro. You, you start can't. just throwing it away, bro. So that's, wait, that's, if they, that's if, where the infamous, th- um, one time oh. Air Force Ones came from. We bomb and wham and throw them away. Wow. Wow. Wait, so if Vegas said, hey, Swamp is a, we want you to do a residency here for six months or three, three months. Would I have turned do it? it down. I have turned them down already. Oh my gosh. I have turned down tours and all. So wait, okay, so you're settled in Atlanta, right? Yes. So what made you want to settle here amongst every other place that's like, I mean, there's other because places. Because I popular. felt like it was still growing. When I jumped on, you got to think, I jumped on the road at 2000. Four, five, six. Because you got six. here in 2004, five. right? Yeah, four, five. So I was on tour 2006. I was with Obama in 2009. So yeah, 2006, 2007. Wait, did you say Obama? Yeah, y'all need to do your research. Look it up. You did you did Obama's presidential. I you did some DJing for Obama. I did a whole morale overseas, Southeast Asia, <laughs> Afghanistan. Baghdad. Puffy put that together? Or was that? Was no, nah, that, that was um, God himself, man. Thank God. Um, me, Cassidy, on the Hustler. I mean, he was out there with me in Baghdad. 
No, he was out. Yeah, he was out there. Was he back? Yeah, he was in Baghdad with me. No, I never Cassidy heard of DJ for Obama, bro. I never. I yeah, we did a morale for like three and a half weeks, four weeks. I slept in Haddam's Hussein's house. He got gold. What? Things. I slept in it. Yeah. Wait, pause. How did it? Okay. You said God put this together. Yeah. So how did you actually get to like. Meet God, yes. Okay. And so you're sleeping in Hussein's. Was Obama sleeping in Hussein's nah, house too? No, nah, no, nah, they separate us. Okay. But, you know, it's, I got videos and pictures online that you'll see. What's it like dealing with the Secret Service being a black man? They give you dope that. overseas. Yeah, you know, I had to sign waivers, of course. Yeah, that wasn't too. That wasn't too rough with you, though, man. They weren't trying to be. Wasn't no discrimination. It was kind of cool over there, chilled out. Wasn't no, not too they much. Was, you got to think all the soldiers over there. They're just over there, just protecting us. Okay. So to see us and come to hear music and we hype them up and feel good about you know they over there fighting for us. I know. So everybody out there may not be familiar. I just got it. Morale tours is like when they do like the USO. They go out there. They bring like comedians. They bring artists like Swamp Izzo out there, yeah. and they do stuff to help us morale. We go to every army base. They wow. do stuff like this. Like the Super Bowl, they might do like you ever see the Super Bowl, and they do like the camera shots and stuff like that. All that's like um, there's an office of morale for the for the military yes. that does all that stuff, and they handle. There's a whole budget for morale because it's a hard job out there. So. So I'm thank you for help going out there and helping us guys. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Went out there and we hiked them up and I know it was tough and they just out there. Some of them out there just living in actual in a desert. Over I was in places that it was like over hundred and ten degrees. Lord Jesus. They just like water wow. pallets everywhere. You got they got water everywhere, because right? you could just walk and pass out. Like it's yeah. unbelievable. It's so hot we had to wear clothes like jackets and hoodies and all. That's how hot it was. Now you came out the gate. DJing at overseas and morale tours. No, I wouldn't say that. He's like, nah, nah. I kind of put the cap on the speed, but it was rough. It was rough. It was rough. It was a rough in the beginning. Shout to Vince, my guy Vince. Um, you know, I had all my stuff in my car, and I was out there telling him I can DJ at Crucial, and I was in the and they walked me inside the club to talk to the owner Derek, and while I was in the back talking to him, I was gonna tell him I DJ. But he was in an argument with the other DJ in the club, right? Oh, DJ Unk. Lord Jesus. DJ Unk was breaking his record called Walk It Out. True okay. story. He'll tell you this. So while I'm in the back talking to the – I was wanting to talk to the owner. This guy took me to the back. So I'm standing back there just waiting on my moment to tell, ask the owner, can I DJ? Mm-hmm. I'm homeless. I don't got nowhere to go, nowhere to be, so I got time. So he's back there like, yo – if this guy plays this Walk It Out song one more time, he's fucking out of here. That's hilarious. I'm tired of hearing this fucking song. Oh my this gosh. Walk It Out song is on my fucking nerves. He done played it 30 times. His yeah. own song as a DJ? DJ on. He's breaking it. He's breaking his breaking own song as he's DJing. I swear to God. I'm standing back there. And while I'm standing back there, in 15 minutes, the song came on four times. Woo. No, he was like, Walk It Out, one song, Walk It Out. Big on. Walk it out, one song. DJ on. Walk. He was just like going back and forth. How many times? Yeah, oh, I love it. It was like early. It was early. It was early, but he but was still. in his mind. He was testing it out. And it, and like when I asked him, he was like, "It wasn't too many people in the club, so he didn't feel like." Do you got a way that you develop your set when you're in the club? I Wait, I got to finish ask. telling you a story. Before well, we go first. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Walk it out. Was you doing the walk it out? <laughs> no, listen. So I'm back. This is the beginning. You try to learn it, at least. 
This is the beginning of I say how God be working for me, right? First of all, He moved me on low income area where I could afford Bankhead West. Anyway, so I'm in the club. Yeah. It does it. The owner says if he does it again, I'm going to have have it with this guy. <laughs> Instead, he goes out and speaks to him. He just tells the dude who brought me in the club to tell him to go home. That's funny. No, they, they took advantage of you because you're so big. So I'm no, they didn't know I DJ. I never had a chance to present myself to them. Yeah, but so at the same time, though, if you if you look at you, man, if you said I'm DJ now, somebody's like, know what, you is DJ. <laughs> so let me tell you. See, so, this is why he wants to be sh- a little So the shorter. guy who brought me in, named Vince, he yeah. went out to Unk and said, yo, Unk, yo, you got to get out of here, man. He, yo, he's tired. So Vince walks back and says, you, you say you DJ, right? Let's go. I don't got no DJ equipment. I just told him I DJ. Yeah. I walks out there standing next to Unk. Unk is not like upset. Mm-hmm. Unk gives me all his shit. Oh, that's dope. Unk shit. gives me all his CDs. Drop like, bomb. man, fuck this shit, man. I'm about to be big. What's your name? I'm like, Swamp Izzo. He's like, yeah, fuck that. Here's my CDs. I'm not coming back here. He gave me all the CDs, told me what to see. Oh, he's like, these are the new shits. This was new. He's like, this is how you work it, Prince. Play on this one, do this one, do this one, do this one. I was that like, all right, cool. Love. Let me think about it. All right, cool. Now, like, hold on one second. How you do this? He's like, yeah, do this, man. I'm getting the fuck out of here. DJ Six months later, mm-hmm. I go to the club, Crucial. I'm working at Crucial. Back, hooking up like 9.30, looks at the TV. Number one record, DJ on walking out. He oh, out my here. God. Guy had moved y'all. Like, guy was just moving through both of y'all. Yeah. Yeah. This is the scariest part of my life. I'm DJing. And I look, and I said, damn, I look like that dude. Walk it out. Walk it. Number one record. He ended up getting booked at that same club. They fired him. At. But now, wait. Now, with with you being a DJ, now was it already translating to you on how to break a record at that time, or were you still? I know you said you said press this, press that, but did you know mentally? Hey, I gotta play the song that I'm trying to break. I need to play it over and over like he did. No, fuck. You didn't no, okay, hell. so you didn't have that. I'm trying to get some money. I'm coming from zero. Yeah. I'm playing party records. I'm rocking a party. You if just you got a sure record, get going. the fuck out of my way. You in my way. That's how I felt. Like yeah. I didn't know. And besides, I come from a different era. So I come from. If you're gonna break a record, you got to be already high established. I stumbled across breaking records because the guys around me started yeah. becoming famous. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm right here with Parlay every day. He's nobody. I'm here with Charlotte Lowe. Nobody. They started becoming famous. Oh, wait. So you was around Charlotte Lowe before he was famous? I did his first ever mixtape. Oh, wait, wait. He was in jail when all that Lavish Tavish shit was coming. He was in jail. He got out after that shit was already gone. I'm talking about his solo career. Okay, okay. They, a D4L as a group was already out. Okay, okay. That's he it. wasn't. It, they was him, the soul, his him as a solo yeah. artist. They was like Laffy Tappy was so big and so Ooh. unwanted. These niggas is from the sorry, they from the projects. They don't want to even represent that shit. Was it Bo- Bowen Home? Yeah, from is Bowen Home. Bo- they from Bowen Homes Bo- and Stunt Stuntman is from Hollywood Road. Mm-hmm. But they from the real project. These are real street guys. And you got this fucking Laffy Taffy song, which is kind of humiliating, if that makes any sense. It's goofy. It's about candy. Because Fable created it, but you got a bunch of street right. dudes saying. She says, yeah. not about candy. Mm-hmm. 
Shake the snap out of candy, but you know what I'm saying? It, imagine, it like imagine <laughs> the, the street, the realest niggas you know growing up. Like, bro, I am not. They doing this. Like, they hated that shit. They like, hated it. It'd be like some dude in the Temptations. Like, he's like, do, got the conky in, he's like, do wop in. He's like, bro, yeah, I they hated it. But Fable embraced it. He loved it. Fable is for the hood too. But he knew, like, this is my fucking way out. I'm gonna embrace this shit. I, he, he understood, this is not me, this is his music. There's some ghetto So he still, Yes, he still embraced it to this day. Shout out to Fable. Fable was, Fable was Otis and, uh, who was, uh, who was, uh, uh, my dude, uh, Dennis Edwards was like, ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. He had that kind of like, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. He's just so, hey, yo, that whole, that whole D4L, Shorty Low Fable run, yeah. that was amazing in itself. I got a question about Rest your, peace, Shorty Low. your DJ style, right? Okay. Do you have a DJ style when you go into the event? You be like, no, I'm gonna start it this way. Me and Blaze was talking about that earlier. Like, I like to go into a party. I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna have like a certain vibe set. Then I'm gonna have Blaze say, no. And he has a sing sing along set. Uh, I go in and I know him. I go in and I Yeah, yeah, so that's the hardest part. So you got to see where he's at first. He said it right. Okay. I'm seeing what the DJ's at. So I'm trying to go totally different, and I'm seeing what's in the crowd. You know, what's in the crowd. Okay, not too much pre-planning. Not too much pre-planning. Nah, it's the boring. You will hate your job if you start pre. I feel. I feel like it's boring. Okay, so it's going there kind of like the sense of a rush, get the chance to put the yeah, stuff together. Let's just, let's wing it out. I want. I want to ask some more like outside the box kind of questions. Let's do it. All right, late night snack. You waking up? It's oh, four in the snap. morning. What sandwich you fixing? Not a sandwich. What you fixing? Let's just snack. What you fixing? I'm a microwavable dude, so whatever I could put in the microwave, I'm not a sandwich dude at night. You don't know how to cook? No. Oh. I want to though. I'm learning though. This you year, I, I keep saying this is my year. <laughs> Yo, I went to the store the other day and brought a um, no cap. I brought a hot plate. Yeah, I oh. felt like that's easier for me. I think you're going too aggressive, bro. Just start with a sandwich. You go to high plate, yeah, you just start with a sandwich. I'm not a touchy, touchy. That's why I don't like to cook, because I'm not going to touch the food so much. And then Get, some gloves. Get some gloves. I'm not going to, like, prepare it, then eat it. That's definitely not going to ever happen in my life. But right. if I can just, uh, uh, <laughs> I can eat it. You see what oh I'm saying? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Well, the best food is home-cooked food, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I get a lot of that. Shout to Kells. Kells is the Kells. closest thing I'm getting to home-cooked food. Okay. That's where you do your show at too. Yeah. How's the show coming along? I, I haven't episode? been doing it. The pandemic put a like a um, real toe on me because that's when I really had it going. Then the world changed, and I really fell back from it and just focused on just helping scream them with the big facts. So DJ Scream Late Night Snack is some warmed up Kill's Kitchen. Word. Right now that'd be bomb. <laughs> What's your order from Kill's Kitchen? What you get? What uh, you get? Lemon pepper, shrimp, and wings Ooh. with some beans and rice. Oh. Pepper, shrimp, and the wings. Fried for With, or grilled. Fried. Fried. With beans and rice? Yeah. Where's your vegetables? Beans. <laughs> That's oh. the closest green I'm getting to green. That, you don't eat vegetables like that? Yeah, I try to. I try it's, to. It's not like spinach fry. and stuff? No, nah, my shrimp fried rice always have vegetables in it. <laughs> yes. You are funny. Yeah. Shrimp fried rice keeps vegetables. So, okay, with you DJing in strip clubs and stuff, mm -hmm. right? Were you affected by DJ Nando dying? 
or being killed, shall I say? Were you guys close? I knew of him. Yeah, I, I, I consider, I, I knew him. I knew him, and he knew me, so yeah. I didn't get a chance to really chop. He was at a whole different club. So do you feel like with him dying, it kind of changed, uh, or being killed, changed, like, the dynamic of DJs? Because a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of DJs or a lot of people in the street said that with him passing, it kind of changed the vibe of strip club DJs. That could be true. I'm not a strip club DJ. So, and rest in peace, Nando. I I was getting into the strip club world. I wasn't a strip club guy. So I used to go by the clubs and listen to them DJ and stuff, but I never understood it. Like once, like, like I said, I just got called to be doing it one night, and, mm-hmm. and it turned into, and it turned into all week. So, so um, definitely, um, it affect the culture. The if culture. That's what yeah. you're asking. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Him dying, and, and also how he's died. How he died. Yeah. Yeah, that was it's a big blow. Yeah. Um. So okay, with you going on tour, what do you prefer? Being, I know you said like you like killed the whole going you know out of town and all that yeah. stuff so do you prefer this is what you prefer to be like settled djing your your mixtapes being not you're with big facts now i'm, I'm not with big facts that's the, that's the family I'm, I'm just behind the scenes but yeah i've been home so long I'm ready to get, and my daughter's eight. She's eight, going on twenty-eight. Aww. So you got to think. All, all I had a bunch of reasons to sit home. Right. I had yeah. a newborn. Oh. You know yeah. what I mean? Life is changing. I want to be there. You know what I'm saying? I want to be on the road, missing holidays and stuff like that. So, but she's eight, going on twenty-eight. So she can handle it right now. Oh. Um, I'm definitely gonna get back out there with the album. I'm about to drop the project and go from there. Okay. When are you dropping? Um, to the world is over. The album, I'm, you know, of course, I'm signed to Cash that, Money Universal. That's the world premiere. That's the world premiere title. I don't think yeah. you ever dropped the title yet. No, no, no. Until the world is, is over. World, <laughs> world premiere. I need me a bomb. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Until the world is over. Until the, the Cash over. Money Republic Universal. Yes. Oh, okay. So it's a joint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's that is so dope. The first single is off the, you know, off the album. Okay. Three cell phones with future. That's the first Crazy. single. Next one is, um, of course, NBA Young Boy, and we're gonna just keep working. That's so tight. Album with album Playboy Cardi's on the way. It's done. The album is done. You work with Playboy Cardi? Got, me and him got an album on the way. It's done. That's dope. Yeah. I got a question. The streets want to know. The streets want to know. Work. I think it did. I think it did. Are you saying it's artists? Because they got some dope producers out of there. They got dope producers. They got a lot of dope artists. But, like, they just, like, ain't nobody really just took off, took off. I think... Hmm. That's a good question. They have their own... South Carolina is sort of like Texas. They have their own market. Bro, we just said that. So, if... Just because the world don't feel it, down there is still rich and... They got a bunch of talent, but who really made it? Um, Jake Hold, I think he's really yeah. the guy who put it on the map. Yeah, it was so big they had to cut it in half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got well, you. Look, he's so I funny. But it's not South, South Carolina. South Carolina. 
that sound, the production was from South Carolina. I don't. I can't say. I can't. That's a that's a good question, my boy. That's a great question. Yeah, it's a great question. That's a great question. That's a great question, bro. I don't know, man. I think it's a so much talent. It's so much talent. I don't know. Um, what's the hold up? Maybe the world is come gonna come around to it soon. Hopefully. Yeah, I don't see any. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm with it. I'm always with it. Blaze, Blaze, be out in South Carolina. He just did New Year's Eve in Little Africa. What do you say? Greensville, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no. All right. Being, being Thugs DJ, right? Yeah. Nobody ever, you haven't had any interviews since the whole Rico situation came out. That's correct. It's your first time ever sitting down. A lot of people have been, we just want to talk about music. Okay. The music side of it. That's right. So on the music side of it, people are not playing the records anymore. I've heard that people saying that from, from you. What's your stance on that, on the music side I, of it? I always play them. Um, I'm the creator of it, so I, I'm definitely going to always stand behind it. Um, I don't see why. The world is different. The world is different. So the world is still biased. And everybody got a strong opinion, and, it, and you can't. It's like Tory Lanez or Chris Brown. You remember Chris Brown went through it. Everybody pulled back. Uh, or, uh, whatever they go through in, in their personal life, I kinda, it kind of is going to affect the music. So everybody's like still in limbo what's happening with Thug. So I don't know if a lot of radio is not playing it because of that. But he created enough great music that it should be still out here. Yeah, we're not talking about Thug necessarily. We, that's for Thug, but we're also talking about people associated with YSL. We talked about everybody else from YSL. Thug's definitely still getting played. Yeah. But people are stepping back. From everybody outside of the, yeah, because you know, once again, that, that internet world and everybody bias and everybody has opinion about something that they don't know. I'm not. I'm a person that I don't want to speak on something I don't know. I'm seeing it just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's the underlying thing of whatever is going on. I'm seeing, of course, like everybody else, the allegations of this, that, and the third, and these plea deals. I don't know what that is. You look at it as a DJ, like, yo, this is music that I helped create, help promote. I was on the team for. I'm still yeah, got my heart to this. I don't know what it is because I don't, I'm like, I don't want to say it's something or agree to something that I don't know and then it becomes something else. Yeah. Then I be yeah. looking like the asshole, like. Yeah. Yep. We were talking about that before. Like, I don't want to say I take one size and the next thing you know, they back together again. And then you just be on the outside looking yeah, in. Yeah, of course. Because the situation A lot of people did that with us, with, with my label, of course, with Stunner and Wayne. Everybody did that. Everybody's going to sit down and have an opinion and don't know exactly what they're talking about. What was that? Yeah, what was that like DJing for Stunner when you were I'm on it? the label. I'm on the label. On I'm the not label. just a DJ. I'm on the label. That's just, a, that's, just a, that's just something that spilled out into the media and nobody has no type of information. I heard No that. type of information. From what, everything that I heard was that they got all the money back plus some from everything I heard. Everybody's still cool. People still come back and mess the, with The Birdman. money was not missing. The money was not missing. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. And that's what everybody, the money was just needed to be agreed upon. The I, money was never missing. Everybody got, like you said, more than what they even asked for. They asked for this. If they asked for $1, they got $20. I, I, Generously, I, not forced. Not nothing. If they ask for a dollar, they got 20. I'm glad you're reaffirming this. As somebody who's on the outside looking in, I just think about as a cash money fan, Yeah, Berryman was so young, 
and everything was so new and trying to get all these 1920 30 to 90 million from a record label and you don't even know what record business is and trying to figure out how to get all these and then you got yeah, and then you got these guys and all these your friends and you don't know what how it goes mm-hmm. all you know is to spend the money and make everybody happy now the checks come in now we got to figure out how to sort it out a real OG which I feel like Birdman did was he said you know what I messed up. I ain't split it up the right way when it first came in. I didn't know what I was doing with it. But now I got it. Here goes some plus some just for Yeah, just for but the convenience or whatever. And guess what? Everybody's still cash money. Everybody, they still hey. dropping records. Everybody's still cash money forever. Everybody's still cash money. Pay attention to everybody else. Everybody's still cash money. Juvenile's on the way. Something new. Tunchi's, of course, on the way something new. Nikki on the way something new. Drake is still dropping. Everybody's still cash money. I think Nikki just dropped something not that long ago, right? Yeah, Nikki. She just put out the um the mixtape. Yeah. She just re-digitalized, put it on platforms. What do you think about being a former DJ for Master P and seeing the... Um, no, I never DJ. Just, just mixtape project with him. The brand was so strong. Of course, you're going to come out. I did a mixtape with probably like every artist you ever heard from 2006... In Georgia, every artist, rich kids, Gucci, Future, everybody. That was me. The sound you was hearing was me. Okay. Does it? Does the personal stuff really then reach your radar? Because we heard like Romeo coming out out against P, talking about him, all that kind of stuff. You, I'm I'm, I'm like, against what the internet says. Okay, talk to if me. If that make any sense, talk to me. That's what I need, it sounds I need like. that. I'm I need against this. what I need you this. see on the internet. Okay, I'm a. If you ever been around me, I'm definitely the person that like put your phone down, bro. Don't record nothing, bro. Mm-hmm. I be in places that you would. I be there, like, like I I be there, like the places you see people at. I'm there. I swear to you, but I just don't post it because. Why? Why? I've learned that you can. It's all a translation. Like they only gonna see and do like the Bible do. They're going to say this is what it meant. Mm-hmm. Like, that makes sense? Like if you show them a video or a picture, they can say this is what it was actually happening there from this little clip. Man. So if you if I'm in a room full of people smoking weed and then you see crack on the table. Oh my gosh. You oh, get the, what I'm saying? Yeah. We just doing an interview. They zoom past, but it's crack on the table. Oh my gosh. They're going to say, they weren't doing an interview. They were smoking crack. Yes. They were smoking crack, not weed. Nah, I get you. I get you. People can dissect anything. That's why I don't get into oh, politics. It's so crazy if you watch. I'm sitting back watching it. Yeah. That with the thugs, like scary, man. Damn, per- man. Perceptions. That's like people. I learned this working in the call center, and people talked about in the call center. You can take any phone call, no matter how good it is. You can find some bad bad with it, and yep. that's what politics do. Yep. They take anything that you got, yes. and they'll find some bad way to flip it that way to make it look bad. And but look like, at this the thing. It's that's based. their job. Yeah, that's, agenda, job. Yes. that's their job. But now you get more criticized from the people in the comments that not even journalists. They just regular people. Like they find it. I could take thing. you could take one clip I say from this yeah. and flip it negative. Yo, you heard what Swamp said about Thug, right? <laughs> My goddamn! And people are not even going to listen to the whole interview. Right. It'll take two words. Right. 
So we gotta protect you. We gonna protect you, Swami. No, I'm just saying no, it's no, scary. No, so no, I hate no, that no, that no, world. No, that world. Let's be clear here. That's world. We now, I know we family. Yeah, I know we. You I know. Know. Like, somebody come uh, at, I don't feel some way. So okay. I stay away from a lot oh of interviews. Gosh. They ask. Of course, they're gonna ask about those. I got every email you can think from every source of every yeah. publication Swami, that want to talk no. about thug. I want to personally thank you for coming on One Up Chronicles. You nah, know what I'm thank saying? You. And telling your story. Because nah. I like to, like, you have, you have an incredible story. Word. You know what I'm saying? And some of the things you don't have to share. And it, I appreciate you coming, fucking with Big Show. Yeah. This is our second you know? interview that we did. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. We grown, we grown. Y'all didn't ask the questions I want to ask, though, like, about, you know, I got that side kid. Y'all want to talk about that? I want to talk about movies, Let's talk about man. that girl I've been cheating with on no. the side. No? No, no controversy? Man. I don't talk about oh, okay, acting, cool. Just, no, this is a real... We want to... I was just joking. I was just joking. I was just joking. I want to talk Word. about side chick. Nah, I'm in radio. I'm in radio. I'm in... um. What movies have I did? I did so many hood, hood movies. Well, on Tubi. Yeah, it's on Tubi. I did all the hood movies on the West Side. If they shot a movie on the West Side, so I'm bigger than for it. All Zaytoven movies, I'm in them. Wait, have you did um, Atlanta Avenue? Is that no? That's they, a web series. Are they West Side? I don't know. God. I don't know what that is. So don't oh, it's a web series, but it's a web series. That's I have to do Atlanta. it though. Whatever that is, y'all reach out. I want to do it. Atlanta there Avenue. There you go. Atlanta Avenue. We Atlanta Avenue. Plug. Yeah, plug. I'm, yeah, I want to get on that. I just did some stand-up comedy this Friday. For real? Yes, You're sir. a comedian? I am. Say a joke. Let me hear uh, I was talking about the couples. I was asking them how many couples watch porn. Okay. And I got a couple <laughs> people said that they a couple and they and they watch and they watch porn. They don't watch porn. And they've been together for 11 years. I was like, that's probably why I'm broken up. Because I watch porn all the time. Try to spice it up with my girls. And that's apparently is the secret. Girls, plural. To keeping it together. Maybe that's too much porn I'm watching. So porn yeah, is to keep it, up with it together. Porn. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so that's the that's the secret. If you want to keep a, a relationship long, don't watch porn together. Don't watch it. That's what they saying. They saying don't watch porn to keep a relationship together. That's what the porn club is says. Very intimate because it's actually what you like to see. It's not like I thought that was a safe gate. I thought porn was. That's no. what I, I used it for. A safe gate. A safe gate, like to like the touch barrier. You know no, I mean? see to not even be involved to personally not, into real life of to it. To not cheat. Like the um, cyber world. Uh, no, I like to use it like that. Makes sense. That's how I used it for motivational oh, okay. purposes. Like, I, okay, we're gonna have nine people in the room. All right, cool. Just on TV. <laughs> Just on TV. That's hilarious. Just oh on God. TV. Nine people are in the room. But just on TV. And let okay. me be clear here: we support the porn watchers and the people that don't yes, watch porn. Yes, we definitely do yes. not. You know what I, I'm saying? I talked it's about, all good if you don't I talked watch about porn. how I look, I watch it's porn okay. so much that I actually I picked up songs from porn. For real? Yeah, I went to YouTube and it had five million views, sixty thousand comments, and everybody was talking about how they found this song from porn. And I didn't know everybody like Ebony. I want to get my song on porn. Like That's dope. I'm taking that. I want my song on porn. Look, look, he's like, yeah. <laughs> I want my song on Wait, porn. Wait, so you probably got to reach out to the people that are on, like, Pornhub and stuff. Because it, isn't it, like, actual people? It's like a Facebook for Pornhub, right? Can you imagine I, they going crazy on three cell phones? You, you Swamp Izzo, not many girls got OnlyFans in there? That you could just be like, yo, I'm going to get some production credits. I know some put, porn stars, too. Yes, they be in the club. All them blue flame girls should be having a selfie video to 
three cell phones. I do got a bunch going of them. crazy. Yeah, I do got a bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's that the, is so funny. Yeah, I'm definitely going to. Look, AJ, take camera. that. You can take that for me real quick, AJ. Business, yeah. Look. Take right there. That's, that's one for you. Look. That's one for you. Hey, a, a man that's about his business always has a woman or women around the, around him. To handle the business, for sure. To handle the business. For sure. It's so. always, I mean, and I always tell people, like, for instance, like, you guys can all be friends, right? Yeah. Because you guys all do, you guys are DJs, but you guys all do different things in the realm yeah. of music. But you guys do the same, some of the same, same things. things yeah. But you can't have, I hate to say this, but I feel like this. I feel like you can't have, like, five rappers that are friends doing the same exact thing, taking the same route. I don't feel... It's not going to be friends. Yeah, it's only that's why they make cars with only two people sitting in front. Yeah. Talk talking about a comedy. It's only it's only it, it goes down to the into the, the 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 most important part, the booking, the shows, who's going to close, who's going to get that one phone call. If you call a booking agency and say, "I need an artist," and you got five, that's the tension. If we yeah. all in the room, like who's going to get this call? Oh shit. That's, there's there's a lot of tension and there's, there's a lot of tension in this game. We and that's male that. ego and shit. So they, if you have women, women know how to just make it make sense. Women have that nurturing, mm-hmm. make you feel like yo, this is not your time. But y'all be hard headed though. That's of the course. thing. Of course. You guys be hard headed. Of course. But because you guys see your your way, and then we see the way. That's right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> we see the way. But I am that person. You are? I am that person. Oh, I'm gosh. I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight AJ till we go the right way. Oh! That is. That's the first thing I told her when Swamp. I met her. Swamp. That is fucked that's the, up. That's the first thing I told her when I met her. See, it would just be easy if you just listened. Would if you, you just went went with, with it. Me? Yeah. I'm a jokester, but not like that. I can't come up with a good joke on the spot. But Pete Brown said that she's uh, quits doing the ATL record pool anymore. She's going to do straight up stand up comedy. You know, she quit. She's quitting. I got yeah, ATL record pools retired. I got a video from you for an ATL record pool. Or I need to wow. take over. I need. To, I'm glad you told He's me. That. I might to take, take over that. I told her sell the brand. Why is worth something. I, I, I might take that over. I might honestly take that over. Holla at Pete Brown. She said, "What up?" She says, "Been you was one of the people that came through the years." She I love Pete Brown. I love Pete Brown. Pete Brown actually always I love Harry. gave me an opportunity on the come up and paid me. So double salute to Pete Brown. Yeah, Pete Brown she actually, always working. She actually paid me. She was excited when I told her I was going to have you on there. She said, oh, that's what's up, man. Yeah, she man. remembered the video. She, had said she hadn't seen it for years. Yeah, that's years my dog. She always paid me to come even when I felt like I didn't even need to be paid. She was like, so I'm going to just pay you to come. I got another outside the box question. Okay. Uh, if you're going to the Grammys, Grammys just came up this year. Yeah. Who's your plus one? AJ. AJ the plus one for the Grammys. Period. She goes everywhere with me, though. AJ going to hold it down. Shout out to AJ holding it down. You need to. Yes. Fatty in the building. Yeah. All right. And then the first album that you ever bought was the first album that Swamp Bizzle ever bought. Purchased. Purchased. Own money? I got so, so many. You know, keep somebody else's money. Probably ready to die, Biggie. Ready to die, Biggie. That's my uh, 
I probably I went out. Yeah, I went out and, and bought the actual copy. I got you know everything free. Do you ever use Do you ever use albums for like motivation, like for periods in your life? Do you have like relationships with music like that? Like I used to remember listening to Biggie back and forth just to get into college. Mm-hmm. I used to listen to uh, Ready to Die, trying to get into college, working out, getting ready for the Navy. I was just like Biggie was in my mind, just yeah. like that motivation, that spirit that he has. I feel like that's the best album as far as rollout and as far as like presentation of all time. Biggie's ready, ready to die because of, you know they had the Big Mac rollout for it. Yeah. Puffy put the whole yeah, rollout change image. That era was Biggie, but I would say Fifty Cent probably was the biggest I ever seen in my career. Fifty Cent, yeah, it's monstrous. The nine times got shot nine times. Nobody can top that at that time. Yeah, Fifty was a monster. That rollout for Fifty, and his life was real, and he was like really that dude. And and my family, mm-hmm. I used to always be at the Coliseum in Queens, so his name was ringing for real. Okay, so Damn. 50 Cent best album rollout that you've seen in the game. But Biggie yeah, is the first like, album that you When copied. you heard it, when you heard it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember when 50 when, came out. When oh, you yeah. heard it. What? I'm talking about when you heard it, it was, the, it was like an eclipse. It was so dark. It was so... And then he came out with the dun dun go coach come on hey ooh, now that it was over for everybody on planet Earth. Now on a lower level, I can also argue and say the hardest person I ever heard in my personal life who had the biggest name was Pastor Troy. Oh, that album. Are we ready? I declare war. Yeah. Oh my God! I was in on dirt roads back then. Back in the back in the Jesus. that time, yeah, it was in South Carolina. He was the biggest a, rapper in the world. He's a superhero to South Carolina. I know he was. I know people what? right now got DSGB tattoos. What? Oh, Pastor Troy. Right Pastor Troy was the biggest rapper in the world, hands down. So I was talking to Get Money Blaze about this over the phone. I know people who died on the Pastor Troy music. Lord Jesus. Oh wow. Lord Jesus. Holy, holy. It goes down. I'm telling you the truth. I was there, bro. I seen him on eyes, bro. When that music come on, I seen people die. Damn. I don't want to say it like that, but, but it, it is what it is. Blaze, me and Blaze, Blaze was talking about this. He said it was. He said it was a Jay Prince issue. I said it's a police issue. Charleston White is gone there picking fights with people and then asking the police to come down there in and Houston? protect them all across the world. Oh, okay. And, and he's doing it in Houston. He's doing it, but it just happened in Houston. No, I guess he just they was trying to threaten him, tell him not to come. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. Have an issue, right? No, here's what happened. When you hear Charleston White went to, has problems with Jay Prince and been cussing him, cussing that man everywhere. Okay. He then he called the police and he said that he needed protection. He needed protection. And the okay. police said no, we're not oh. coming out there for this. And Blaze was like, "That's a Jay Prince thing." I'm like, "That's a principle of policing thing to me." Because if you are, he says different Houston. But I say if we go out there, no. But Blaze, I disagree. Because if me and you just picked random internet beefs with somebody out in Houston, and we just said we're going to ask the police to come out there, they would not come for me and you. They don't go to any place where there's a storm that's created. Do you feel like there is a culture in Houston where you had to check in? Or is it more that you just had to quit being dumb and starting fights with people and asking for the cops to come protect you? You don't get to check in. Like, you came in there as a, let's 
I believe checking in is is getting the wrong narrative. I think respect. I think calling a person if I'm coming in your city is not even disrespect or it's not even I'm having nothing to do with that. You building your race. If you have if if I go to yeah if I go to your town and I don't know you right who can I call? It's not even a check in. But if somebody says oh you're not you're here and you're not supposed to be here. It's still respected, like bro. This is they turf and this they land. So I don't know. Some people be like, "Yo, I ain't going nowhere without nothing." But I came up in a different area, and I just think you should show respect. And it's all respect. It's not nothing like a, a man thing or a dick pulling thing. I just think, like, bro, I'm on your area. Pull up on me. Facts. I that's that's what I say too. I but at the same time, I don't like what Charleston White is doing, cussing people in every city, and then think the cops is going to come protect them. You can't create no. You can't create no storm and then have the cops expect to come out there and protect you. I'm part of Global Gangsters, too, so. Okay. I don't know what that is. What's that? I'm just saying. I'm just part of that. So, it's just, you know, we go everywhere. That sounds like some deeper, darker criminal link. No, no, it's not criminal. It's not criminal. Go ahead. I got Black History Facts. So, August 4, 2011, me and you co-hosted a mixtape. Wow. 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 I didn't know that. I need that cover so I can post it too. Wow. Dang it. History. Look at history. Like it's history. Wow. Well, that's dope. Look. Back, man. No, I remember that too now. After you say that, I remember that too. I got it. I got it. Look, I just want to ask one question. When you came to Atlanta, mm-hmm. now we were talking about, like, you know, earlier, how do you find the, like, the weed when you get into a different <laughs> city. I don't smoke, so I'm, I know I'm, you don't smoke, but but it was right next door. Okay, because I moved on the west side. Simpson Road, Bankhead is like they every house, every next house had the weed. Okay, so and then I remember when I first came to Atlanta, I was walking downtown underground, and people would just say it. It was scary. I got the weed, bro. I'd be like, "What?" It just will come to you, right? What? That's what I'm said. just. Alabama what did he just say walking past me? Bro, I got, you just be walking, somebody walk past you like, and whisper it in your ear. Yo, I got the weed. <laughs> like, <laughs> what did he just say to me? And keep walking. <laughs> Remember they used to have the little un- mall you go in, in the underground, I used to go in there, and like 30 people used to walk. Yo, I got the weed. <laughs> You'd be no, like, I used, to, I used to say he gotta be the police, cause nobody would do that. Yeah. They trap too hard down here in Atlanta. They don't trap that No, no, they, they, it's <laughs> wide open. <laughs> It's wide open. So needless to say, you would go anywhere and someone's going to fucking say, hey, but I got the weed. Yeah, Atlanta definitely is the home. In Atlanta. Letting you know. You don't, there's no advertisement. They're going to walk up to you in a restaurant while you're eating with the preacher and say, <laughs> I got the weed. I got the if, if, Yo, psst, I got the Zob, bro. Just let everybody know. I'm like, nah, man. If a movie was made about your career, what would be titled and who would play you? Try oh, wow, your, who would play me? Yeah, try to match an actor that has your characteristics for the oh, character. Oh, shit. Wow, that's a good one, man. I think David Chappelle would be the actor. And, David Chappelle? A little makeup, a little dark skin makeup. But I'm that type of kid. You know what I'm saying? I'm a goofy kid. That's what's up. What would the title be? You got a title for the it? The title would be, uh, I still, I came from nothing. That was, I, I, created, I created that. 
another outside the box question. I guess we we having fun swapping. Let's do it. I'm not, I'm here. Yeah, would you rather fight a hundred horse sized ducks or or would yeah? Would you rather fight a hundred duck sized horses or one duck sized horse? Like a six foot tall duck. You got one weapon that you can carry, no explosives. Would I rather fight a hundred or one? A hundred horses the size of a duck, so a horse like the size of a loaf of bread. Yeah. But it's fast though. It can bite. Okay. Big teeth. Okay. You know what I mean? Fuck. It's like, yeah, so imagine a horse that big or like a duck that's six feet tall. What do you think you have a better chance to beat? Man, the duck a that's duck. six feet yeah, tall. A duck. A duck and I'll take a machete. A duck is not too violent, I guess. I don't know anything about a duck. So. <laughs> I think, I Wait, know. what's your weapon? I, I just felt like that was an LGBTQ. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like the question oh, was like, question. hey. Oh. No, because b- birds got a bird brain. I fight a bird too. But you said a, a bunch of you said <laughs> a bunch of little horses. I was like, hold on, wait, hold on, wait. No, man, not that's how horses. Bro. Okay, I, I was confused. I'm sorry. I'm listening to what you said. I'm sorry, man. Uh, it's all good, man. It's all good. It's just, just a question. I what was the I, answer? It just really depends on the type of person because you can really, if you are active, you know what I mean. You can really get away with a whole bunch of kicking a whole bunch of horses. You know what I mean? And if they're like the size of a duck, you can get away with it. That's how I feel. But at the same time, I would want to fight a bird because they're big, slow, dumb animals. And I think I can, like, sidestep a bird, yeah. hit in his ear, yeah. hit in his bird brain, just go. Okay. It goes and it goes deaf real quick. Okay. And I guess, well, how do you feel about Tom Brady retiring? You watch the, you watch the football? I'm not a sports guy, really. Not a big sports guy. No. All right. Um, if so, you had a drink, do you drink at all? Yes, I'm a drinker. All right. Uh, if you had your own drink, what would be the title of your drink and what would be in it? The, the Izzo. The Izzo? Okay. The Izzo. If Izzo? I had my own drink, it would definitely be the Izzo. It would be something like a, a, um, a, a, um, a tequila, a greenish color tequila. And we call it the Izzo. The Izzo. I can't wait. Let's make that happen sometime. Let's get some Izzos together. Let's get some Izzo out here for real. All right. What did Swamp Izzo eat for breakfast? What do you eat for well, breakfast? I don't eat breakfast. You don't eat breakfast? But if I, if I was in L.A., uh-huh. I would definitely have turkey bacon. That's why you got the chef out there. The chef cooked the turkey nah, bacon man, up. That's why you say LA. LA's the vibe, man. LA's the breakfast vibe, bro. Definitely turkey bacon, uh, grits with onions and green peppers. Oh man, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm doing. Turkey bacon. I can't get. I can't get. I like turkey bacon, but you gotta I like get the that pork. thick kind. I like pork, man. No, just get the thick kind and fry it really good. All right, I'm gonna try it. You don't eat pork at all. You eat pork. You eat kosher. I try it? not to. Try not to eat pork. Okay, swamp it. You don't be having no pork chops. I'm proud of y'all black people. That's so good. Salads. On your salads? Yeah. yeah I don't good. eat none of it. That sounds good. I guess last question. I got I got some more off the ball questions, but I got another one. If you had unlimited money, what would you do with it? Unlimited? Unlimited money. Don't like be like buy a house, buy a car, get some like something that shows. I would actually like, if I had unlimited money I'd probably um go to Miami and sit on ocean drive somewhere and just eat, just watch the water. Take care of the fam. You taking the fam down no, there? No, man, you? I'm just relaxing. He's like, I take care of the fam already. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Like, I, I'm already, they I already, already do Unlimited that. money, they already so go. I'm going to relax. Re- okay. Yeah. I'm relaxing, you. bro. I'm going to Miami and just sit down there, bro, with a straw hat on and, and a pita colada. 
ain't it's something different about Miami, bro. Do you fish? Miami. Do you fish anything? No, no outdoor I'm activity. Oh, okay. I'm a water guy though. You know what I mean? I like to see the water. I like to be kind of you know what I mean? Okay. If I could just look at the water, I'm 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 good. Okay. I got a question. Sorry. Yes. Now, when you came to Atlanta, did you have to meet people like two and three times before you stuck in their like in their head like, okay, that's Swamp Izzo? Nah, because my name was always a what? Who? So it kind of like helped me. Okay. I'm Swamp Izzo. So when I meet somebody again, they'll be like, you that stupid name guy. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, some people, when they come here, they got to... They got to meet people like a couple times. I'm going to try to leave some type of um, impression impression on you Yeah, when I meet you every time, every time I meet somebody. Okay. If you're going to get the good or bad, like he look like he on some bullshit <laughs> or he a funny motherfucker. Like if you talk to me, you're going to know I'm funny as fuck. I would not suspect Chappelle to play you in the movie. I think that's hilarious. For real? That yeah, is that's hilarious. My guy. That's my guy. So I would definitely ask him. You the first person to say that a movie would be a comedy, kind of. Yeah, my shit would be comedy. Real it's life dope. comedy. I went, I went, it's boring what I went through in life. Yeah. I want to talk, I wouldn't want nobody to see that. I want somebody to see, especially my daughter. She's like, bro, have fun. Bro was cracking jokes. Life is hard, but at the same time, we was getting it in. We was the hardest it was, it was still, if you think about the hardest days, it was still some funny shit. Like, bro, I can't believe I did that shit. Like, that, you ever seen that meme on Instagram? Boy, we had a time last night. We had a time. <laughs> that's what, <last> <laughs> that's what is funny. Like, you know, they did some bullshit, but they're like, boy, we, we had, had a time, time last night. <laughs> so, wait, are you voting? I am not voting. Okay. Convicted felon. They say we still can Yeah, vote you guys can still vote. I practice not voting. Okay. You voted for, for um, Sleepy? Sleepy Joe. I voted I'm a Trump Keep girl. it real. I'm you're a, a Trump, Trump girl. You're a Trump, Trumper? I voted for Sleepy Joe. You did? Yeah, but that's because it's, it's getting hard voting for Trump around my family. You, you voted for Sleepy Joe, too? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, man. Y'all the ones fucked the world up. No, no okay. okay. Well, I voted for... I voted, I voted for... The joke, joke, joke. Everybody joke. I voted yeah. for Ryan Perdue. The, uh, I didn't vote for Stacey Abrams. I like okay. the I like the white man better this time around. He kept the state open and kept the money going. Sleepy won't get another vote. I heard. I heard. Never. I heard when the um. I did that because of my mom. Like oh. just. Why well, you bet that you know them? Yeah, I know. That's are. the part. Well, goddamn, the you bet that during the pandemic when uh, the governor decided to let the clubs get back open. Yeah, thank you. How much? I heard there was thank a you. get back. You said thank, thank you. you. I heard. They, I heard there's a. I heard numbers as high as a quarter million dollars got dropped inside Blue Flame. Thank you. I'm was glad it, it stayed open. Thank you. No, you're not. No, he's exaggerating. A quarter million dollars got dropped. That we first was the weekend. only. Well, they were sneaking open in little clubs, uh-huh. but we was the only established club open. Yeah. And I remember Killed going to game. work, and literally no, the money they was throwing money outside the club. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> oh yeah, I know that tip out crazy. No, the money was. Now I did go to Blue Flame. Bro, the, money was, the money was bro, like spilling out. It was if spilling you asked out. AJ, bro, I burnt that money, bro. I was like, bro, we about to plane. I was booking oh so many gosh. flights, bro. I was like, we out it. I took ninety nine vacations, bro. <laughs> what? First weekend it came back. The first weekend, I was skeptical. I was skeptical because every I was like, nobody's about to come out. People dying. People seeing it on bird. Everybody came out. <laughs> the whole west side. I was the only person with a mask on. I can show you a video. That's hilarious. I was the only person with a mask on. Have you ever seen the money thicker in the weekend than that weekend at the plane? Was that this the was bigger thing? than BMF. 
the pandemic. That's thank pandemic, you. pandemic is the biggest. Okay, <laughs> bigger than BMF, bro. It was like you was kicking money walking through the club. Oh, oh my goodness. gosh! Oh. It was dumb money. It was no way people had that much money, bro. I've never seen people with that much money, bro, and literally willing to throw it away. Bro. I was I'm talking about every city. I'm going to every city, every state, and they was doing it. It was just Georgia. But we, it was so many people coming to Georgia because we was the only Old state open. open. Yeah, Wakanda. Yeah, yeah. Just imagine. Yeah. Just imagine. That was the scariest part I never understood. Like, everybody was coming here, but our numbers was the lowest. Yeah, exactly. But it's what the media, again, their job is to do what? Okay? Right. The media put this out for us to be like, oh shit, we gotta stay in the house. Oh shit, we gonna da 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 da. And really, I mean, it was okay. I'm not gonna dumb it down, but to me, it was a cold. It was the flu, a type of flu. Okay, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Conspiracy theories. If I mean, it was just a flu. I mean, it was a flu. It is. That's what it is. That's what they said it is. And well, I was, if you could be a teacher, I got my degree in uh, education. If you could teach anything, what would you teach? Physical education. Swamp Izzo's physical education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's the easiest thing I can think of, bro. Swamp Izzo's PE sounds like a summer class, right, man. We get them kids in but Field trips. Straight up. Every, hey, that sounds like every week. Field trips. We're going to see the gym. We're not going to do it. We're just going to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the field trips was the best thing in school, so I definitely do field trips every week at my school. There it goes. Swamp Izzo's, Swamp Izzo's outdoor education yes. and physical education yes, camp. Yes. They like a little camp situation. You know We're not I mean? gonna play the sport. We're gonna look at the sport. <laughs> right. We're just gonna have a good time. Nature. Yeah. We just gonna go out what there. What is that? What is that? That's a course. Um, forestry. What is that? Is, what is that? It's outdoor education. Outdoor. Education. Edu- outdoor education. Yeah. So you teach kids how to hike and stuff like oh, that. Oh, that's see nice. Stuff. Yeah. How to breathe the air. How to breathe the air. <laughs> how to sit down. You get an A. You get how an A. How to relax. Yeah. Look. <laughs> You just teach kids about the outdoors and just like right. having a good time. Yeah. And what, yeah, what to do? Swamp Izzo's relaxation courses. How to chill that in Miami. That would be dope. Yeah, pick me up somebody. What school? Yeah, Washington. Yeah. Highlight me, Washington. Would it be for the kids or would it be like more like a? Uh, it would, would be, be for the kids. It'd be for the kids. It'd be for the kids. I just like, get a bus, a big yellow bus, like thirty kids, and we just go outside and just sit outside and just chill, chill, and be quiet. Take them out together, like listen, guys. Listen, might yeah, eat a snack. Might eat a snack or two. Yeah, yeah. Sitting in the grass. The world's yeah. bigger than Waltersboro. Yeah, it's always, always bigger. Than Look, me. he said always. Yeah, well, I, um, <laughs> <laughs> the weed has kicked in. It has. The weed has kicked in. <laughs> hey man, I do want to thank you for coming in. Thank you. No. You know what thank I'm saying. You're funny. Word. You have personality. The impression is left. Thank you know you. what I'm saying? Word. Hopefully this won't be the last time that we see each other. No, not for sure. So once you drop. I want to start. Yeah, I want to start back by when I drop the single. Yes. Um, yes. Hopefully yep. I can bring Pluto or somebody through with me next time. Scooter's coming, though. I'm going to make sure Scooter stops yes, by. Yes, yes. with y'all, man. The for project sure. on the way. For Love sure. It, Thank you so uh, much, bro. I want to get some drops for you. We're going to... Why don't you drop a world premiere though for the the people out there? Say what? Well, introduce this song. It's three cell phones. Yeah, I want to. I want to. Can I world premiere that scooter record with um ESTG? Do you I, have that? I got I got forty two seconds of it, my man. Okay, no problem, no problem. Let's do the three cell phones quick, man. Real quick, real quick. Phone, 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 real quick. Phone,
I got three cell phones in my right oh, loaded. You got it? Okay. I got three cell phones loaded, but you can airdrop me that ETSG record. I we'll did. Ju- I did. We'll drop it afterwards. Blaze, you got it? I don't know. Did I get the full record? I only got forty-two seconds of a swamp. Forty-two seconds. Forty-two seconds. Yeah, that's all I was playing earlier. It's only forty-two seconds long. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's do it. It's all Let's good. You ready? All right. Yeah, go ahead. You already know who it is. The world famous DJ Swamp Izzo, Cash Money, Rich Gang official. This is I'm gonna call this a world premiere because I never been here. This is my single three cell phone featuring my brother, my partner Pluto Future, right here, man. Let's turn it up. Ferrari topless, ain't with my topless. Highly unique. I'm with a god, it's a pussy awesome. I can't wipe her, I feel awful. She was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just popped a pill, man. I popped a pill, I feel so amazing. I fixed my skill, I was at the days, huh? I took a trip, birdies going crazy. I made some meals, I know they gon' hate it. Driving in a transformer, dogo in the earth. Smashing red bones, she so pretty, I hit a bag. Three cell phones, I got bitches everywhere. I don't ever take the local pussy nowhere. Wrist carries, filled up carries. Twelve carries, looking like you married. She ain't average, I told you she a bad bitch. Live lavish, take off the Saturday. Chopper. Car, bitch, down for damn sure. Love the fucking top shit, down for damn sure. Two chicks, swap speed, down for damn sure. Make a lid lock when I hit, down for damn sure. Spacey did it, on that baby did it. When the tag on, made you crash your shitty. Yeah, Cuban link, linked up, flawless, forget it. Put that in a house, shoot a pussy, so really. Ferrari topless, ain't with my top, bitch. Walk to the valley, hop in a cockpit. I'm with a god, it's a pussy awesome. I can't wife her, I feel awful. Yellow gold presidential card, driving in a Bentley, condominium, doing dope. Yeah, Ching Chong trap, I got spats in Mexico. Ching Chong trap, I got spats in Mexico. Call the loop, zooming in a roll fat, got my spot hat. Yeah, I'ma step the bread hat, till it dry right. Yeah, I don't walk through hell, I'm a fly guy. Pale, I just want a fucking pale pussy that fat. Chopper, car bitch, down for damn sure. Love the fucking top shit, down for damn sure. Two chicks, swap speed, down for damn sure. Make a lid lock when I hit, down for damn sure. I pop a pill, I feel so amazing. I fixed my skill, I was at the days, huh? I took a trip, birdies going crazy. I made some meals, I know they gon' hate it. Driving in a transformer, dogo in the earth. Smashing red balls, she so pretty, I hit a bear. Three cell phones, I got bitches everywhere. I don't ever take the local pussy nowhere. Hey man, this is another swamp. It was a world premiere, man. You know what it is, y'all? Stay OGD, y'all. Stay OGD.
Y'all know what it is. OG Double D, y'all stand. Y'all get ready for that luxury music group shit, man. LMG, man. Highlight, boy. Real high now. Highlight, man. Leave, leave. NCAA shit, man. Andre the Giant shit, you know what I'm saying? NBA, National Big War Association, man. Real, they need to really hear about that. So Google that. Google this. World Star that. Bricks like that. I move a hundred at a time. I really jug like that. Three hundred dollars in my blunt. I got it laced and wet. You niggas ain't got enough dope. I could buy your truck. I could buy a nigga hoe, but I don't want a bitch. All you broke ass hoes, y'all irrelevant. Young scooter, I'm a zone six veteran. You gotta watch out who you serving, niggas telling shit. Every day, chill season, gotta wake up and chill. The Mexico, the edge, wood, I put my face on the hood. My pound of blue and four season, gotta make sure he good. I never cross my niggas, put that shit on my hood. Chill season, chill season, chill season. Chill season, niggas robbing for no reason. Chill season, chill season, chill season. Juicy, tryna run up on some million. Yeah. 365, you know a nigga jugging. I-95 on my way to Brooklyn. Low-key, dark tents, you can't see, yeah. I'm tryna buy a nigga home for the weekend. I know a lot of bad bitches, all they do is jug. Real niggas behind the wall, still making jug. Four, four jugs in the states to keep my pockets full. My whole hood roll running there. So every day I pay for chase, I gotta take care of the fam. So I remix and turn 300 to a thousand grand. Pull up on me, buy two bricks for your whole hand. That's 50 bands. Extra grams, call me Jewel, man. School Jewel season, Jewel season, Jewel season. Jewel season, niggas robbing for no reason. Jewel season, Jewel season, Jewel season. Jewel season, trying to run up on some meal, yeah. Jewel season, jewel season, jewel season. Jewel season, niggas robbing for no reason. Jewel season, jewel season, jewel season. Jewel season, trying to run up on some meal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Running every day, trying not to promo. On the way to Lil' 
buying shots like pot, still ain't shaking. Still ain't shaking. Started from baby bottles, been hustling since four or something. Since seven, been teaching hustle. At nine, I start shooting jumpers. Pick God first. I'm dressing the man, dressing in my attitude. Loyalty, money, power, and respect, all I remember. We double up in December. We bundle up in the winter. Born hustler, I've been a winner. My family went missing dinner. My brothers went missing school. I wake them up in the morning. Time to shake it, cook the bacon, what's the verdict? I got patience, I get hungry, I might take it, fuck the rude bitch, I'ma break it, if it's money, I'ma make it, I've been working, I've been sleeping, I can smell it when I'm waking, finger itching and I'm craving, that's a cold guy, that's a cold cold she a cold girl, it's a cold world, that's a cold guy, that's a cold cold she a cold girl, it's a cold world, yeah, she get to climb in that pole, she gon' shake it, she gon' shake it. Nigga stuck on that road, he about to take it, he about to take it. Yeah. Niggas is built from the bottom, you can't break him, you can't break him. He took five shots like pot, still ain't shaking, still ain't shaking. Yeah. Cause he 
I love 